rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Boom. How's that? Better? Better? Good. I see some audio happening. I was doing some tests with the audio, so I forgot to put the mic on. I'm tired. I'm exhausted from life. So thank you. I need my my co-producers over here because otherwise I would have went on and on and not noticed and that would have been annoying for everyone for all involved more and lose more patrons <laughs> when we need them the most uh, whatever this show needs a lot of patrons I'm kind of sick of everything right now alright let's see well let me just tell you my name is Tara Devlin we do a show well me me myself and i and the listeners and viewers and a couple other people not many that's it well you're looking at it a couple of cats walking around we do a show on progressive voices and here I, my hair's sticking up and let's see the uh this is the liberal media that's why why okay it's the same thing that's going out going on outside real liberals the the mark of how you can tell that the show is a real liberal show is that they're begging you for money they're begging for support the same thing with what's going on in the country if the the mark of how you know What's going on is desperately needed. And I'm not talking about the looting. I'm talking about the change, the awakening, and hence the crackdown. Also, the right-wing agent provocateurs that are out there trying to undermine the change and especially undermine anybody looking on the outside and prevent trying to do all they can to prevent them from getting a clue of what is going on why it's desperately needed and that's how you know that's how you know it's needed the other on the flip side the reason a bunch of right-wing mor- morons in the middle of a pandemic Nobody, nobody got killed. It's just that dumb, dumb, well, except for the, those who were dying, the 100,000 plus who are dead. We were trying to save the Doltars' lives by asking the Doltars to stay home. The albatrosses around our national necks. You didn't see them being met with unmerciful, mercifulness uh, force. Is that a word? Did I make a word? I don't know. I'm not feeling well. I'll explain in a minute. And you didn't see tear gas being deployed or the National Guard being deployed or a bunch of militarized cops beating their shields against the pandemic spreading walking dumb who are armed and storming our government uh, buildings in the middle of a pandemic 
endangering the lives of each other. Well, that's fine with me. But decent people, too. Normal people. Patriotic people. I have a problem with that. Take your own life out. Do the world a favor. That's the most patriotic thing these these efforts can do. Not don't 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 take uh, endanger normal people. Decent people. Hello. Camera. Fucking life sucks, man. <laughs> Get a fucking camera that works. Um, yeah, I'm in a pissed off mode. I'll just tell you what happened. Um, so okay, here's the reason I'm I ha I think I have a migraine. That's what happened yesterday. I've um all right, let's it all fits in too. This is why I'm so pissed off. So in addition, I I'm not I'm not just saying shit. Okay, I'm living this. I'm living the dream over here, right? Of uh, being a liberal broadcaster. And so that means that I also, I have to work for a living. I have to keep a roof over my head. So I do freelance. I'm a freelancer. Like the rest, you know, like a dumb fucker that doesn't work. Who, If you don't work, you don't get paid. That kind of shit. I've been doing this for 10 years now, being a freelancer. And then um, I freelance. Yeah, I, this is what I did before. Well, I mean, honestly, I you guys know. I was, uh, I'm in recovery. I honestly, when I was young, I didn't even think I was going to live to be age 21. And then, cause I was such a, I was abusing, uh, hard drugs and I hated myself. I wanted to die. You know, uh, I was a, uh, lesbian, um, self-loathing, just fucked up, uh, child, kid and had a fucked up family and what i mean they loved me to the best of their ability and i've done a lot of work and therapy so i have no whatever i'm not it's i'm not blaming them you know what i mean um but anyway so i always i, mean, I have a very complex history i have to say too because on paper it looks pretty good but when you really when we talk and when we become friends or when you listen to my youtube channel you know the other side of the story <laughs> i don't really hide anything so um i also don't hide anything because i feel like what's to hide one day we're all gonna die and who cares right it's all just a dream and what can and also they, uh, I don't really want anybody using my past against me. So let me beat them to the punch and just say, Hey, yeah, you're right. I am an addict in recovery. Okay. What are you going to do? I'm an alcoholic. I don't drink now. Uh, one day at a time. I have a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of a spiritual condition Go get, you know, go get the help you need, frankly. I'm not talking to you guys. I'm talking to the right wing stuff. And so I didn't really know what I was wanted to do with life. And I also, uh, but I, I, as I was growing up, 
I was always artistic. And so I had other things. I had other things. Uh, I wasn't just a drug addict. But while I was doing drugs, I was also doing, um, making TV shows with my friends and things. You know what I mean? But I was very functional and I went to college and I got straight A's in college. And so if you really, if you just looked at me on paper, you would think, nothing to see here and that's why i went into the military and was after i got clean and uh, you know there's no red flags i went through secret security clearance too so they cleared me <laughs> anyway so they cleared me what's your problem right wing so uh all right um and i worked in in tv and I did, and I still do. I do graphics for television. I do motion design. I do animation. And I enjoy it. I always did. That's one of the things I, I, I have a very diverse portfolio of abilities, I have to say. It's because, I don't know, I'm, I'm just constantly always creating shit. You know what I mean? And different mediums do stand-up comedy. I only started doing stand-up comedy after I got clean when friends pushed me into it that's how it happened they were like you're funny you're and then even and then I started to realize oh okay uh maybe maybe I I kind of always had a desire to do that and when I got clean and then I would go to meetings and no I'm not supposed to be out with that but it's too late I'm sorry um, the reason they say you need personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, and films is because if the person who comes out as being a member of, you know, the anonymouses, they uh, and they relapse, then others will say, "Oh, you see, it doesn't work." So don't. I'm just telling you that's why they do that, and it's also, but it's a, it's to save people from giving them an excuse to not go to meetings basically because oh well i listened to this person and they were going to meetings and they didn't uh get sober so they're therefore it doesn't work so i'm telling you it does work because <laughs> i'm living proof and i don't believe in god and i don't buy all that bullshit so that's hello anyway we can talk if you want to talk um and so but i was so that's how we get here. And in, in addition to doing stand-up, doing my media work with, uh, t- you know, TV work, and, um, and then I started doing the show. Thanks to Mike Malloy. That's what happened. Mike Malloy, I, I started the website, Republican Dirty Tricks, for my own soapbox. It started getting some, I don't know, not a lot. I mean, people started reading stuff. Mike Malloy read some of the stuff that I wrote on his show. And that's how I met Mike Malloy. And we started to write each other, correspond. We met in Washington, D.C. years ago for protests. And we've been friends ever since. And he's been a really amazing mentor to me. And that's how I met Bob Kincaid and got involved with the progressive voices channel john sinton all of them 
the uh, the guys who created Air America Radio. So that's why I'm here. That's what I'm doing. But the show, as you know, it is a labor of love, but I would like to do it daily. I would. Uh, I cannot. I do the website. All of this shit costs money out of my own pocket. I have never made a single cent on any of it. It has always been just a passion. So whether I'm a dumb bitch, probably, because what will happen is I'll, I'll live, if I don't get hit by a truck suddenly and I end up getting old, I'll be like, oh, gee, uh, I fucking had, at least I had a liberal website, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I think to myself sometimes. So the, um, but then comes the patrons. So that's why I ask people to be a patron. I, if, if we want the show to do, if, if, if we want a daily show, and I do believe that this stuff is not, not just nice. It's not just fun gathering together. It is, it is essential. It's vital to taking this country back. So Okay, maybe I don't. Maybe, maybe there's more voices out there. If you like, uh, there is. I'm glad. Tom Hartman's doing great. But you know, we all gotta. We we all have our place. And you don't see right wingers having a struggle. So I still do. Uh, in order to keep things going, this is why I can only do the show on Saturdays and in the evenings at night at times because I have to fucking hustle like everybody else. So I'm hustling up work. I'm doing all 10 other fucking things. This is it. Right. So anyway, I had a very nice and convenient freelance gig that was for AT and F and T. Okay. I'm, I'm letting it out. I'm letting it out of the, 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 the cat out of the bag because it's all connected. And this is why I'm pissed off. AT&T, a government contractor, and I, you know, I did some big projects for them and media the, uh, videos on teamwork. We're all in this together in the coronavirus and also videos on you know, where they, they, corporate America likes to masturbate itself. Well, I guess that's what masturbation is, but, um, get itself, uh, pat itself on the back while saying, uh, look at us, look how great we are. And, um, uh, I did a video about veterans. How, we hire veterans here. We, you had our back. Now we have yours and shit like that. I'm like, I, I wore the goddamn uniform of this country. I'm just putting it out there. Peace on earth. Goodwill to us. So uh, the point, the moral of the story is Monday, <laughs> They, uh, they canned, uh, um, many, many, many people. They swept the, and in a two minute zoom call, the, whoever was the person was like, okay, we're shutting down the department in, uh, LA and New York. And everybody's like, so whether you were there, I'm, I'm only a freelancer. So they even, the fact that they even gave me 
any warning at all is only a testament to the people I work with who are decent people, not the CEOs and the higher-ups. Those people are part of the problem. They are. I mean, maybe they're, it's don't hate the player, not the, I mean, don't hate the player. Yeah, that's it. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. I hate, I hate the goddamn game. Of course I do. And the player, I hate the player too. Because they don't, they're the Vichy goddamn collaborators in the class war. And it's all connected to what's going on outside. So I became a casualty in another, you know, mass layoff of by a giant company that is a government contractor that takes that paid zero effing taxes okay i don't know for how many years but i know i i researched that i should have researched for how long it's probably been for as long as i can as long as we they could get away with it and to add insult to injury, the CEO, I just, we, other people that I worked with and were, well, which is still working right now, but wrapping it up, wrapping up all our videos, including one that is, we are in this, like another teamwork video, which I want to vomit, okay? This is what corporate America is doing right now. All these videos you see on Whatever, you're watching a lot of TV now, maybe. You see, we're in this together. We have each other's backs. You know, some dumb bitch like me had to make that video. And they don't give a shit. Are you kidding me? This is the problem. They only care because they are forced to. When they are forced to. So I'm a freelancer, so I don't get... I, I get have a nice life, sucker. Sucks to be you. I'm glad. I guess I can get unemployment until I find another gig. But, um, yeah. Or we get a thousand patrons or so, <laughs> which I'm. I am. Uh, I know we will get there eventually. It's just a matter of time. But it ain't happening right now. That's why I say share the show. If I gotta, if I, I don't sleep. That's why I look like this. But um, the CEFNO, uh, I got to find it. Where the hell is it? I just had it. That's why I'm... This is what pissed me off, too. So the staff people, whether, like I said, whether the, you're there 10 minutes or 10 years, it was bye-bye. Bye-bye, mother effers. That's all they said. Oh, we're shutting down the department. Both L.A. and New and, and probably more. So that's hundreds of people. Who knows how any, many more. And then we saw this, um, this article. AT&T CEO steps down with a $64 million gold-plated retirement plan. So this fucker... And then someone had a picture of the CEO with Trump, you know, doing that, that good old boy, that, that they have that handshake, you know, the handshake of, uh, the elites, you know, oh yes, Mr. President. Yeah. Let me jerk you off a little. So, um, 
AT&T CEO Randall Stevenson announced at the end of April that he's stepping down. Stevenson said he'll serve in the capacity of executive chairman of AT&T's board until January 2011. Oh, well, thank you, my lord. Thank you so much, my lord. Stevenson was a long-term company man. He began his career in 82 with a subsidiary of AT&T. And it's not just AT&T. They're just, they just happen to be the people I'm working for now. But I'm telling you, or was working for, uh, as a freelancer, I was a nothing. I am a nothing. I am a hired gun. I'm a borrowed mule and often treated as such. They don't have to give you any, any consideration. I understand. I'm in the effing class war. That's why I'm so pissed off constantly. And this is why I do the show, too. And why it's important. And why I hope that you think it's important enough, too, to get this word out. It's not just about me. Like, oh, okay. Me, Tara wants to do a show. I'm not just here, like, uh, you know, doing cat tricks. That's the thing. I'd probably have a thousand more goddamn uh, patrons if I did. (laughs) I should. I I wish. I'll I'll just hang it up and do cat videos. I don't know. But I don't know. I guess I care too much about the world, unfortunately. Um, So it said, uh, after a long and successful career, Stevenson had to run the company during the COVID pandemic. Integrate the large acquisitions of DirecTV and Time Warner. Deal with aggressive activist hedge funds. Sizable downsizing and and the offshoring of jobs. They're boasting about this. Oh, he had to do all these things, including offshoring of jobs and downsizing? How did he do it? He, he, oh, well, he's obviously better than us. So here you go. Here's $275,000 a month for the rest of your white boy kiss up, kick down. I got my F to be you suck. Fuck me. Fuck you. I am the goddamn new Lord in the gilded age. That's where we're living. This is the new gilded age. $275,000 for a month. That's, how many people's salary for one person for the rest of his stinking, useless, offshoring, downsizing life? We're in this together, though. That's why people are in the streets, and that is also why it's, we, we cannot miss this moment. Yes, it's about... The canary in the coal mine, the our our fellow Americans who happen to have darker pigment. And they're at the lower rung on the ladder on the class war. But this is a class war. Do not be goddamn confused. They want the race war to distract from the class war. That's why they send out their agent provocateurs to break windows 
And of course, there are opportunists out there that are taking advantage. They don't know what the fuck is going on, but it's all connected. And that's why when Donald Trump sees the walking dumb out there who are endangering lives in the middle of a pandemic, storming government buildings with M-16s, and does nothing but say, uh, take back your country, reopen, or whatever he was saying, I don't know, I can't remember what he was saying, reopen uh, the fucking uh, gridlock, Operation Gridlock, they're great Americans, forget it. That's why he praised them instead of sending in the National Guard. And that's why they broke up Occupy Wall Street. Because it is needed and it is, it, it is true. And what they were saying was 100% true. We need, for them, they, they need Fox News, Tucker Carlson, all those the right wing, they need uh, Diamond and Silk, Tommy Lauren, all of the dummies, all their prolific fucking propagandists on YouTube to spread the bullshit. Riots, uh, you know, uh, they need the uh, to turn the military against the people. This is a class war. So don't be confused. And the Democrats do it too, though. I'm listening to them like the Amy Klobuchar's of the world. She's another one. We talked about her the other show. She, we don't need platitudes. We don't need um, another MLK quote. And there are practical things that need to be done. I was listening to Obama earlier. He gave a speech. It was nice to hear somebody who could put an effing sentence together. Somebody who is the epitome of the American dream. Who rose up on his own in this racist-ass country, despite of it. That's why Trump hates him. Because he knows he's not fit. He's not fit to lick his feet, much less walk in his footsteps. So, but, but, he was going on about tiny little, the minutia of what needs to be done. We, community policing. Yes, yes. Uh, whatever, I'm trying to think what else he was saying. Yeah, they all the same, um, and, oh, oh, please, I'm getting emails too from corporations uh, we're in this together. We're making donations. I just got another email from somebody. Another. Let me see. Uh, some this uh, because I work another way. I get work as a fucking freelancer, as a, as a surf out here in the in the hustle in the middle of the hustle. I I am uh, registered with all different agencies. So they send work and they send, you know, oh, can you do this? Are you free? Are you blah, blah, blah? I'm just so, I get so ugh, of the hustle constantly. So uh, another agency sent a, a note from our CEO. We are committed to equality and, inclu and inclusivity. We stand in unity 
with the black community in the fight against injustice and systemic racism. Yes. Okay, great. As a symbol of our commitment, I'm announcing the first and regular donations to the NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund that will support their work in advancing civil and human rights. Fine. Not bad. I don't know. Maybe I, I, it's, um, I don't, I see, yes, that's great. It's great. But it's also a, another Band-Aid on, on an artery. All of that... Okay, it's only a one, one, it's only a company. What else are they going to do? But it, it, to me, it feels like we're missing the forest through the trees again, but that's because, of course, we are. They don't really want anything to change. What has to change is everything progressive taxation, everybody in, nobody out. That's what has to change funded, publicly funded campaigns. That has to change. All of it. You can't just throw community policing at something and still keep the systemic and economic injustices, the whole goddamn system, intact. We are the least upwardly mobile. I say it all the time because that should be on everybody's front of mind. We have the widest income gap of all of our Western partners, us. It used to be the exact opposite 40 years ago. How did that happen? It's not just... Because, uh, what, what? Racism has always been here. We are a racist-ass country, yes. We had a moment in that 40 years called the Great Prosperity where we had, that's when we had built the first middle class. Well, not really. I mean, we had a middle class in the beginning of the country because revolutions, frankly, always come from a middle class. The poor are too beaten down to, to rise up. That's just the way it is. They're, too, they're working their three jobs, four jobs, trying to keep a roof over their head. So it's how it goes. When you have some economic stability then you can be like, what the hell is going on here? This is bullshit. When you have a little bit of education, you're like, huh? no, I don't think I'm going to join in. I'm, I, I'm, I see the, uh, the game going on. I am not playing. Or at least you get up and say something about it. They don't like that. And I'm really tired. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the stupidity and missing the point. I don't want to hear another MLK quote. I don't know. Maybe it's, does anybody? Is it just me? Or I know we have people who have, who aren't, who are, I don't even know how to say this because I always hear from Daniel and he's always telling, saying, don't say people of color. Don't say, I I don't know what to say. (laughs) It's, 
can we come up with something and tell me what I can say? So we can say what I, what I need to say. So I think about, I, I'm trying to be respectful and not be a dick. You know, I, I don't know. I need, uh, I'm not, I'm trying to call, like I always say, call people what they want to be called. So that's what I try to do. Maybe I don't always succeed, but we're all trying. Not all of us. We are not Republicans. They're not trying. They're trying to keep the bullshit going. So, but, um, I, I don't know, man. I see it very clearly that we have to, uh, the, the, how we, I've been saying it. It's, it's exactly the stuff I've been saying forever about unity, how we unify. Stop talking about division. I can't stand it. I can't stand when I listen to the corporate media and they go on, oh, we're such a divided country. How do we get, uh, how do we get so divided in this divided country? How do we overcome the division in one breath? I'll hear this from the friggin' Willie Geists of the world. And then the next breath, he'll be going on about, well, how are you going to take health care from unions? It's called Medicare for all, you fucking hypocrite. Everybody in. Oh, but we're so divided. I wonder why. Why are we divided? Because it's not an, a, 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 it's, it's this bullshit platitude. We are not a black America or a white America or a Republican America or a Democratic America. We are America. You know, those platitudes while proposing policies that leave millions out. And who are those millions? People who have been systemically oppressed by the system. Of course they are. And so why is that okay for somebody like Joe Biden to propose a health plan that leaves 10 million out? Who are those 10 million? And then give me some kind of speech about how much he thinks he's like, he thinks he's uh, uh, the great white hope or something for the black people. He's their savior. He knew them because he worked at a, at a, at a pool with corn pop. He learned a lot. He learned about roaches. He learned about uh, kids sitting on his lap. So if you learn so much, why? And he loves kids sitting on his lap. That's what he said. So why are you proposing policies that are nothing but divisive and throw a subsidy and leaving millions out. Why would you even think that's something to bring to the table? Oh, look, I got, it's like, um, I got, uh, somebody hired you to paint a house and you're like, oh, well, I only got, uh, the, uh, I don't know, three quarters of it done. Oh, how wonderful. Well, it's, it's all I could get done. Well, honey, that does, it's not going to work. Now I look, now my house is like a blight in the entire community. So what are we going to do about it? 
oh, let's propose another policy to paint maybe a little bit more of the house. Well, honey, in all these houses, everybody's got a nice painted house. How come we're the ones with this patchwork of bullshit? It looks like it looks stupid, ugly. It's everybody could see it from a mile away. But why are we so divided? Well, that's because they divide us. And now into the divide while they're firing people. How do, how do you have a country with, with 40 million who don't have jobs now? And the CEOs are getting golden parachutes for life. We don't get pensions. Not anymore. But we get one effing dude who's... Who boasts that he were? Oh wow, wow, wow! I had to, I had, I had to oversee the outsourcing. Well, you're what? You mean you sent American jobs to low wage, wage slave nations, and now you're gonna get a goddamn, you're gonna get a prize for it. For the rest of your life, $275,000 a month for life, and he's 60 years old. How are you going to handle How? Is that enough, my lord? How many people did you put on the street? How many sleepless nights? How many suicides, addictions, overdoses, broken marriages... Broken people, hopeless people, did he create? And he's there slapping hands with the fascist in the White House who comes out and what? Where's, uh, uh, what does he do? Nothing. Uh, we know he's a fascist with a Bible. Of course, shaking a Bible. What do you think? What was going to come out? Maybe some, another, uh, somebody else's money was going to be coming out. He's, he was shaking that Bible. He was hoping somebody left a, a dollar in there or something that he could steal. That's all that matters. How stupid are we? And that's why it ne we need, we need shows like this. Who else is telling this? Because I want to show you something right now. That almost blew me away. And then, you know, uh, here's the problem. Uh, Tucker Carlson, I can't say that name for some reason. <laughs> for some reason, I can't say some words. I'm still trying to wor say words, and some words just don't get said, right? But tucker calls i can't say it it just will not come out of my mind it's the combination the l and the r or something i don't know car it's not carl it's carson but it won't come out carson tucker carson okay who cares it doesn't matter he's he doesn't deserve this much thinking thinking about it listen to this America's core problems, in fact, are economic. 
Can your kids earn enough to form stable families of their own and live with dignity? Everything flows from that. And that's what most Americans of all colors worry about most. So of course, it's the one thing our leaders hate to talk about. That's not accidental. Again, it's by design. What you're watching is class war disguised as race war. Keep the population at one another's throats, angry, suspicious, tribal, and maybe they'll never figure out how much we're stealing. The biggest change to American society over the past 50 years has been the death of the middle class. This used to be a middle class country. It is not anymore. I was like, is he, uh, is he listening to my show? <laughs> he sounds like me. And I was in shock. But, 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 here lies, here lies the rub. Continue. Most of our population has become poorer in real terms, while a shrinking number of people control an ever-expanding percentage of our wealth. That means that fewer Americans overall have a meaningful stake in the society, and more are dependent. A country much more volatile all right. You hear where what he's proposing? This is the problem. He got the I mean, his his he's diagnosing it wrong. It's that's what they do. This is the point of propaganda. Ain't you that that's what that's why Twitler won. On top of tickling racist funny bones, if the country was functioning if we had a economically vibrant and upwardly mobile functioning working class, we, he would never have been able to rise into uh, into power at all. Never, never, ever. It would he would be it would, he would be laughed off the stage. Only. Can it happen that fascism... Oh, fascism, what am I trying to say? Fascism only takes hold in a crisis. I keep hitting the microphone, I'm sorry. So, like Hitler, and if you follow the, the lessons of Nazi Germany, that's what happened in Nazi Germany. Hitler, it took a long time for Hitler to eventually sees legitimate power. First, they tried illegitimately. They tried to overthrow the government. That's what put him in jail. But it, he was spurred on. Uh, the Nazi party became less, out of fashion, more like fools and put on the sideline when the economy of Germany started to rebound. Then they didn't seem like, eh, they just seemed like a bunch of buffoons. And nobody had time for that bullshit. They were talking about Jews and others who were undermining and the communists, which were the same. It was an interchangeable term, the communists, the Jews. That's why you. I listen to these right-wingers. They, There is no doubt in every Republican heart in uh, every Republican chest, is the heart of fascism. No doubt they use the same language. And that's what they're talking about. When they post 
pictures of George Soros and they talk about communists. They're talking about the same shit the Nazis were talking. The Jew, the eternal Jew. They actually think this, that there's this, uh, a lot of them do. They think there's like George Soros has some kind of secret i don't know what the hell they really think what what is the point of what he would be doing george soros but they're out of their minds anyway and um it's very baffling but it's it's very familiar so he's they fascism needs somebody to blame and in order, and because fascism is a corporatist ideology, that it's big business and corporations and government intertwined, and they want to make money. That is the bottom line. That's why they need a strong authoritarian daddy for the plebeians. So the plebs. The sheeple can all be out here fighting amongst each other. And they have a lot of, in, in fascism, you know, the, um, the strong man, the uh, you know, racism, the outgroup, the other vilification of the elite. I mean, not the elites, uh, the intellectuals and our artistics, uh, artistics, what's the word? You know what I mean? Uh, or art, culture, they have to control all that because they need the dumb sheeple to get to work and shut up and l- allow them to steal they don't this is not about sharing an a, an economy or a world for all it is for the elites that's why big business here in the united states loved hitler they were big fans it keeps order You don't have people rising up and saying, hell no, we won't go to your war. We want, we won't take your bullshit wages. We want, we want living wages. We want, um, decent working conditions. No, they, they need the big, strong daddy to put, to whip the fucking dupes into place and into that instead of fighting at the uh, turning the anger where it belongs they fight they tell the dummies it's the other it's and and now in this circumstance you see what's going on now tucker carlson he nailed the problem that's what twitler did the forgotten men and women will not be forgotten anymore he knew it. Talking about sending jobs overseas and American carnage. This is happening. We turned a whole, a whole part of the United States. Before Twitler got into power, there was a part of the United States called the Manufacturing Belt. And they turned it, Democrats and Republicans turned it into the... Rust Belt, how dare they? How, why did they do that? Did they do it for us? Did they sit down and say, the reason we have an economy is because we share this goddamn blip of time together? 
And the point is that we all have a decent life. So even if you're if you're somebody who uh, made uh, invented something and you made a lot of money, fine. You could still have. There's still rich people. There were still rich people in the Great Prosperity. Very rich. But everybody was mandated. Well, uh, unions. FDR encouraged unions and worker protections and way you know, worker uh, building the economy from the ground up so everybody had a piece of the of the uh, what do you call it the profit that their labor made possible so but here's the problem now this this is what's going on these fascists they understand that the game um, that we're on to their game all right. That's why they're after Antifa. What is this Antifa? They don't understand. Anti- what is? It? There is no Antifa, but they need. It's like the Eternal Jew. It's the new Eternal Jew. It's the same thing. And Twitter is trying to use this as his Reichstag fire, as a means to seize power. Or turn the, Amer- the the American people that he has under his spell against any reform or change that we actually need. Change we can believe in. That's what we need. We don't need subsidies. We don't need band-aids on bleeding arteries. Little tiny moves in the right direction for some this has been the problem all along. We're not Americans. What, we have all the trappings of we're in this together, but none of the goddamn reality. All the promises of we uh, e pluribus unum, but none of the actuality. None of the substance. Only the goddamn platitudes. E pluribus unum. Okay. Then show me. Don't fucking tell me. I want to see it. So we know how to fix the racist-ass country, but they don't have the will. But here's Tucker Carlson diagnosing the illness while making sure that the patient remains dead. Well, sick. <laughs> sick and dead. More are dependent. That makes the country much more volatile than it once was. These riots really shouldn't surprise you. More are dependent. That's what makes this country much more volatile? More are dependent? No fucking bitch. More are running away with the whole damn bank while we are out here fighting about the crumbs. I saw some goddamn video on YouTube that wasn't related to anything, and somebody posted something about somebody on, you know, uh, disability. They get disability. And I can't help it, though. 
they uh i had to butt in it was just like not and they're like oh i gotta pay this person's disability check uh when middle class people gotta work i mean it was one of those rants that went off again it was just in the comment section and i and i had to butt in and say you are the definition of the goddamn sheeple fighting amongst each other over the crumbs over the scraps you should turn your real if you you should be angry not at the person who's getting disability because every dollar in disability every dollar in public assistance returns a dollar 60 into the economy because it is spent in the economy your real issue is with those at the top who get who who pay zero taxes who get paid their CEOs 400 or more times the lowest paid worker in a in a record profit company that is reaping record profits while laying people off and then jumping dumping chip with a golden parachute of $275,000 a month after paying no taxes getting PPE loans sucking twitler goddamn ass in the white house what do you think they're talking about in there the forgotten man and woman and while the fucking idiots are fighting amongst each other about somebody on a disability payment well there but for the grace of god you better hope there's goddamn something left if you ever need it in this shithole country that that is uh, so deluded the dum-dums can't see the forest through the trees because they're watching Tucker Carlson the damn chicken air the Swanson air on a on a billionaire owned propaganda network a millionaire trust fund brat is telling the dumb sheeple to fight amongst each other over the scraps. And the, as the country's burning down. They want us to say that, oh, it's, it's just a problem with African Americans. It's not. We're in it together. And we have to get to that point. Yes, they are getting abused because they're on the front lines of the class war. But we are our brother and sister's keeper. We are Americans. And these mother effers want us to remain divided and thinking that we're making progress what, 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 what? Throwing a subsidy? Uh, one more kid can go to college in the NAACP college fund? That's not going to fix it. That's good for that kid, yeah. Good for that kid. Good luck, then. For God's sakes. I don't understand how 
It looks so simple to me. But we don't, it's not simple because the, go the government is bought and paid for. He knows it. Tucker Carlson knows. I said it right, I think. Tucker Carlson. I just got to come out like that. He don't want you to know it, though. That's why he, he says, oh, look, this country is broken. The elites have destroyed the middle class. So, um, okay, great. What's your prescription, Doc? Oh, uh, too many people are on dependents. Too many dependents over here. Really? Hell, I don't understand why that keeps doing it. No, honey. Too many dependents? Too many people are on public assistance. That's his fucking remedy? Are you serious? And people will buy it because they're so filled with racist goddamn delusion and hate. Oh, yeah, that's it. It's got to be the welfare queens because that's what he's saying. It's those welfare queens again. Somehow they're always to blame. Never the CEOs with the 275,000 golden parachute for outsourcing and downsizing. Maybe you were outsourced and downsized. Maybe that person who's like, I don't want to pay somebody's disability check. Maybe they were downsized. They're so stupid that they can't even see it. This and s hatred, racism, that makes you dumb. I never understood my f really, I really didn't. Cuz it always it never made sense, frankly. Human beings are human beings. So it's like, oh, uh, it's as stupid as being afraid of black cats. You know what I mean? It's only... It's a pigment. It's your exterior. There is no race. There is the human race. But only because we're filled with so many dummies. That's what it is. The doltards, they have a lot of power. There's a lot of dupes and dummies out there. And they have a lot of... They have a microphone. They have a billionaire funded platform they're being brought into the white house to spew their bullshit it's hard to know exactly who is responsible for these sad changes to america but it's very easy to see who's benefiting from them they're the same people lecturing you about white privilege and systemic racism this isn't accidental can you believe that the same people who's benefiting the ones who are talking about white privilege as if he's saying it as if it doesn't exist. The same people lecturing you about white privilege. Yeah, dear Tucker, you don't have any white privilege. Swanson heir. His whole family is a goddamn poster child of white privilege. And, and uh, you know, how many chickens had to die? He's not talking. 
Somebody, Andrea says you can't hear him. Can you hear me? <laughs> He's not talking yet. He's very low. I know the video is low. I don't know why. I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why. So many things are wrong with the show. That's why the patrons are great. And thank you. I, while I'm talking about this, first I wanted to say thank you, Mark, for your super chat. Before I continue, thank you, Terry, for your super chat and Jim for your super chat. Of course, as always, Jim, every show. Thank you, Jim. And also, before I continue, I want to say uh, a very special Tara Buster th thank you and happy birthday to our very own Greg, whose birthday is today. Thank you, Greg, for everything. And let me see. Hmm. Let's see. What can I do for Greg? He might like... your ass in here, Francis. Tara Jr. Francis! Where are my cats? They want them to say hello. And happy birthday, Greg. Yes. Where are the cats? I don't know. They're probably laying on the bed laughing at all our demise. These are cats after all. They don't care. They see the world from my window and they laugh at us but they heard it was your birthday Greg and we have to say we stick together we win so don't ever forget that and I know you won't and thank you Greg for all that you do to keep the show going to keep me motivated to make me want to get out of bed in the morning and get in front of this mic or fight another day. Day, 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 day. I need an echo there. We're in this together. <laughs> and I mean it. I like this song, really. It's a loop. And it's royalty free. So that means I can play it all day, all day, all, anyway. Anything, any way that I like. But it is Greg's day today, so we want to say hey. And he's our number one Tara Buster contributor and supporter. And your resist mug is in the mail. And Mark, are you saying that you have a birthday too? What? Fellow Gemini. 
else going on in this world. We got a lot of people. We need them. We need them all. So thank you for hanging out. And the show's not over. It's only just begun. I know this song is like <laughs> it's addicting, right, Shannon? Yep, yep, yep. It goes with everything too. It's like you can really just jam with it. It's Greg's birthday, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Greg's birthday, yeah, 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 yeah. June 13th is Mark's, yeah. So hopefully we'll see you on June 13th and there will be a show in that vicinity and we can do another happy birthday song. (laughs) Hopefully the world will still be here. But, and I'll still be here. I haven't given up, even though I want to approximately every 15 minutes for the past 20 years. I keep waking up and getting up and getting out and fighting. And I say, hey, you know what I think of that? Don't go gently into that dark night. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. And that keeps me going. Never give up. That's right. All right, guys. Yeah, yeah, it's a birthday jam for you. All right, back to business. (laughs) That was fun. Anyway, you never know when a song's going to break out on Terror Buster. But I had to... I could have just done that for the next hour. And then I would have lost every patron and uh, every viewer that I ever had. So... That's how I would have felt. (laughs) All right, let's see. Let me see what's going on with this Tucker Carlson guy. Citibank is happy to put Black Lives Matter logos on its Instagram page precisely so you won't ask what interest rates they're charging black people. Okay. Citibank is, what do you say, proud to put Black Lives Matter graphics on their Instagram page so they won't, so you won't ask precisely how much interest rate they're charging black people. So that's, I agree, half of that. But it's not just black interest rates for black people, I think. It's the whole goddamn thing. I know, his face. Look at his face. Why does he always look so confused? What is with these white privileged poster children? They're such victims. You ever hear um, Megan McCain? It's a victim, victim, tirade, constant victim. And you also, what is so, it's not ironic, it's, it's psychological projection. They constantly, they call us victims. Oh, we're so, we're so fragile. We're so, no, honey, you're the fragile. You, 
You are the tedious little whiners, constant whiners, but they're whining on the, uh, while they're in the ivory tower. Well, we're out here grinding every effing day, trying to keep this shit going, trying to fight against these fascist bastards that have the biggest megaphones. Why? In a sane world, why, okay, would Meghan McCain have such a giant platform? Why would Tucker Carlson? I think that's a trick. You don't say the L. Carlson, Carlson. Anyway, whatever. Who cares? Look at his face. This is a trust-funded grifter. He's a grifter putting on the every man's clothes, pretending to be on your side while confusing Confusing the conversation. He has it half right. That's why he's a devious little devil. He's a white devil. The definition of the white devil. Because he is recognizing the uh, inequality and upward immobility. He's recognizing the rot in the system and the racist ass goddamn continuing of that system the economic the the racist system serves the economic system they need the racist system so people that tucker carlson watches or the who watch tucker carlson have something to put their anger on misdirects their anger onto others so that's exactly what he's saying when he's saying that the problem is that people are too dependent. Who? What people, Carlson? Give us, you got a, got a description of these people? What do they look like? What he's trying to say. Here's the, here's the truth. We all know this, that by statistically speaking, white people are on welfare in higher percentage than those who have lighter or darker pigment, I should say. Darker, darker, not lighter. So it doesn't matter. You know what I mean. And they don't want you to know that, but the fact is they think they deserve it you, and others are taking advantage. That's the bottom line. And that into, that's the racism part. So Tucker wants all his dum-dums to be like, wow, yeah, the system's broke. It's fucked up. I'm fucked over every single day. But let's let's not be angry at Tucker. Let's get on YouTube. And when I see a YouTube video and somebody says they're on a disability payment or whatever, I get to write in the comments, oh, fuck these disability motherfuckers. Uh, I'm paying my, I don't want my tax dollars paying for these disability bastards while Tucker and Megan and the friggin' AT&T CEO and all these scum-sucking, twitler-peddling, goddamn ghosts of the Gilded Age roaming this country right now are riding us all to the bank, laughing. It's raining out. Laughing, laughing all the way to the back. I mean, this guy, you got to be kidding me. How would anybody watch him? You know, but here we are. This is why the, this is an upside down world we're living in. 
if we were in a sane country that worked for all, guess what? He'd be sitting in his living room with the rain out the window right now and saying, please become a patron, please become a patron. And I'd be in a giant studio with a giant platform and megaphone telling everybody this story because in order to have a functioning democratic republic that works for all, it has to be constantly cultivated. You have to, it's like a plant or whatever. I don't know. It's like a, it's like crops in a field. You plant, you grow, you have to cultivate, you have to care. You don't just throw shit and like say, good luck. We'll see what happens. No, you have to constantly, you know, take care. The window's open. Some rain's coming in. That's why I'm like, should I get up and close the window? Or should I not? Should I not? <laughs> I should. Darth is saying, do a second show where you pretend to be right wing. <laughs> and then take their money. I should do that. Oh my God. It's like, but I couldn't do it though. I just could not do it. I couldn't go on. It's that's genius though. It's sort of like what Stephen Colbert did. That whole character that he created. Look at this guy. Look how disgusting he is. Hmm. Could I even pull it off? I mean, really? Oh, I would really hate myself. But for a better cause, I suppose. Because actually, you know, when Stephen Colbert was doing a show as that character, the right-wing character, he said, I saw an interview with him, and he was saying that, that right-wingers thought he was for real. That he would get letters and uh, and sometimes... Um, fans would stop him on the street and they would talk to him as if he was that character. They thought that he was, uh, you know, great. Yeah, I agree. And, but he really, what he was doing was he was, um, uh, he was getting his motivation from Bill O'Reilly. He was pretending to be Bill, Bill O'Reilly. So holding a mirror up to them which was genius, really. And it was, that was such a great show. Oh, anyway, maybe the show sucks. That's why nobody likes it. Not that you're nobody. <laughs> maybe I suck. Now, this is what happened. Yeah, you're listening to the insides of my brain. No. I don't know. Because I'm like, do I suck? <laughs> Maybe I suck. That's why sometimes I say to myself, do I suck? I don't know. Some people think I suck. But, I, that's, but that's no accounting from ta for taste. What can you do? It's, everything is subjective. But then I'm like, does this show suck? 
should I not do it? That's what I th- I am I I think. Uh, well, my sister. I have to tell you that my sister constantly goes up my ass about not doing the show, but she is also somebody who considers herself a Republican. That's what she thinks. Why I'm uh, while it's hard to get, you know. I'm always I work. I do this fucking show, and it, I don't know what's going to happen. I like having a steady gig. That's what's so annoying with freelance. That's why I liked what I was doing because it was steady, and I knew where I was going every day. And I had to, and basically working at home and doing the show was great. So, but, and the people I worked with too were great. They were all normal people, all of them, all of my coworkers, great, nice friends. I consider them all friends. And it was great just to know, okay, we, that's happening. I got that coming in and I could do the show. It was, it was a weight off my back. So I didn't have to constantly hustle and you never know when you have to what your schedule is gonna be and so that's that that's why but in the meantime when i'm home and as i'm looking for work and whatnot i will do more shows i will always build this community until i have to uh drop dead i guess Until my grandma comes and takes me into the light, I guess. Or the fascists show up, maybe. I guess. But it doesn't mean that I don't. I don't know. I, I have this in my mind constantly. This has been my whole life, though. This is why I'm, I did drugs. I always had this thing in my mind that was like, you know, do I suck? So, anyway. What are you going to do? I'm sure Tucker Carlson never had that. He was always like, you're the best thing that was ever born, Tucker. Little Tucker. Here's a billion dollars just to get you started. Oh, uh, there you go. Jealous. You're just envious. Oh, the, the politics of envy. Now that, remember this? You're, that's the other thing they say to us. The politics of envy. That's what the Republicans talk about. When we say tax the effing rich. And this is why we have to change the conversation. It's not about what's nice, what's right, what's fair. Pay your fair share. Well, what's fair? This is what they say. And Megan McCain goes, oh, envy, envy. The politics of envy. The bitch who inherited $25 million tax-free thanks to the GOP tax scam. No mother effer who pretends to love America. I love America so much. My daddy was a big war hero. And now I live in New York City surrounded with all these liberals. And I, I, uh, I'm so put upon. So, and I got—I swear I got—I got bumped on the street by a Bernie bro. Oh my God, she's so tedious. But it's not—it's not about nice fairness, pay your fair share. No, all oh, that's great. It's about—I know this big fucking face. It's about patriotism. Do we want a functioning democracy that works for all? That's how you got to put it. 
I'm not, I am done with these mother effers. I'm not playing with them anymore. They're not patriots. And this is how we have to present it to the, to normal people. Are you a patriot? So uh, let me finish with this video and I'm going to show you something too. Hold on. Let's see what he has to say at the end. If you really cared about the poor, you wouldn't crush them with debt they can't afford. Of course, if you really cared about black lives, you probably wouldn't put abortion clinics in black neighborhoods, but they do. You see? Confuse, conflate. If you really cared about black lives, you wouldn't put abortion clinics? Well, if you cared about people having control over their bodies and not sticking your big Republican government nose into people's private business, or if you really cared about limiting the amount of abortion, you would vote for democratic policies like living wages, universal health care, universal higher education, and, you know, stuff that actually limits the amount of abortion. But I digress. Okay? Anyway, let's get this fucking guy's face off the screen. Whoops, wrong button. The, that's the point. You see, he diagnosed the problem. It's the same thing that Twitter did. Diagnosed the problem and then def- deflect it. Conflate nothing. Oh, it's, uh, it's abortion. If you think black lives matter, you wouldn't put an abortion clinic in a, in a black neighborhood. If you think black lives matter, you would pay living wages. You would have universal health care. You would fund the education out of the general fund. You would have a camera that works. No, I didn't. Come on. Fucking camera. So, I'll show you what happened. Where is it? On my YouTube page. Some mother effer came to my YouTube. As they will. Everybody's invited, you know. What can you do? And I'm trying to find it. Hold on. Hold. So. I wrote, uh, it was my, it was one of the clips. I made a clip about Amy Klobuchar. Thank you, Haiku, for sending me, he sends me clips. He helps with the show, the production of the show. It cuts down on the time that I have to sit there and scrub through and try to find a clip. He sends suggestions on clips to make. So I made a clip about the Amy Klobuchar rant that I did about her platitudes, throwing MLK quotes, platitudes, blah, blah, blah. And anyway, somebody, some clear Trumpanzi got on, uh, went on the Twitter, not the Twitter, on my YouTube, on the RDT Daily YouTube and wrote, Oh my God. Hey, blue collar Americans, give me your tech. Cause I, in, all right, I'm sorry. I keep jumping around in the video. I said something about Amy Klobuchar's platitudes and how we have to, uh, have actual policies like Medicare for all. And you know, the shit that I talk about on the show, 
universal healthcare, universal higher education, living wages, blah, blah, blah. In everybody and nobody out. So I guess he watched it and he wrote, Hey, blue collar Americans, give me your tax money and pay for my medical bills because I'm not fit enough to work. LOL. <laughs> and come on, honey. We both know you're not LOLing. I'm so sick of these right wingers writing LOL. LOL. They're not LOLing. They're never LOL unless somebody calls Obama the N word. Then they LOL. Or when Twitler does an imitation of a disabled person, they LOL. The only LOL when somebody gets punched in the face at a Trump Benzie Nuremberg rally. Uh, someone who is normal stands up and says, no fascist USA, and then somebody sucker punches her. Then they LOL. They don't LOL. They're not LOLing. So stop lying. Hey, blue, blue collar Americans. This is why. You understand? This is a Tucker Carlson dupe right here. Hey, blue collar Americans, give me your tax money and pay for my medical bills because I'm not fit enough to work. So they're saying that, oh, that's a great and normal system to have your medical care tied to your job. So your CEO can be, uh, you know, have your whole fucking family's health in his gilded hands. And when, what happened to hundreds and hundreds of people at AT AT&T, when they um, all lose their jobs, now they don't have health care either. Oh, well, they're not fit enough to work. I guess they should all die or find another surf. I mean, find another lord to serve, you know, the serfs. So I, I'm sick of these people. They are part of the problem. These are the, these are the dummies, the, the Trump and the doltards who can't see the forest through the trees because they're stupid. Clearly, they have been propagandized to hate their fellow Americans and to be the agents of the demise of democracy. It's nothing short of that. It's as serious as that. So I wrote back, you a Trump and Z? Because you, sir, sound like one to me. So let us know when a billionaire meets you for a beer and trickles on you. In the meantime, I, ju- I just said, don't go be dupe. Be a dupe, su- useful idiot somewhere else. I said, we will not tolerate the ramblings of a clueless, America-hating doltard. Only patriots who love their fellow countrymen and those trying to make a more perfect union are welcome. Not fascist morons who are too stupid to realize they're being played by a con man and his fascist ghosts of the Gilded Age. I mean, I, you know, obviously... I, uh, it's not like I'm saying I was, uh, writing so succinctly, like so profoundly, but the point is I'm not putting up with this asshole. Well, he can write on the page, but he's not a patriot. And this is what they have to be called. 
call them to the carpet. You think that, uh, hey, blue-collar Americans, uh, uh, let's not pay medical bills. If you're that stupid to think that you blue-collar, you're a blue-collar American, and you're not paying, uh, and, and you're, uh, you think you're so put upon paying medical bills for people not fit enough to work? That the people not fit enough to work are your problem? That that's the real problem. Then, honey, you're a dupe of the goddamn system you pretend to be so outraged about. You're the reason we have that system. Because you're a fucking useful idiot in that system. All of these are terms. Useful idiot. Agent provocateur. Fascist strongman. They're all words. We all recognize them because they exist. And they are happening right here. They exist right here. And here they are. This is not a patriotic American. If they think that their problem is because somebody is getting medical care, that their biggest problem is paying the medical bills of somebody else, they're not a fucking patriot. That's not your, uh, you know, uh, the, 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 the sound or the gripe of somebody who understands what's going on. That's not a patriotic American, and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of listening to these fucking anti-American haters of their fellow Americans. If somebody has medical care, you think that, first of all, I mean, there's so many things wrong with this comment. I can't even, I don't even know where to begin, frankly. It goes right to the bone of everything, the stupidity of the American people, some of us, some dum-dums, the right-wing Trumpanzi hate of other Americans, and my tax dollars paying for pay, uh, paying for your medical bills because you're not fit enough to work. I mean, there's so, so much wrong with that sentence. Your tax dollars... If they're if you're pissed off that your tax dollars are going to somebody else who is getting medical care because they're not getting it through work, you have you there you're a dummy. We shouldn't be getting our medical care through work. And if it's your tax dollars, it's because the rich aren't paying anything, idiot. And because we're not 100% uh, complete freaking wolves. The, and also, they're trying to stave off the revolution. The elite, they understand. The politicians understand. They have to throw some subsidies at people. They have to give some people a lifeline because that reduces the chances of everybody rising up and understanding this is the greatest fear um, in, in the midst of everything that's going on, that we all see ourselves as George Floyd, which we are. We are, we all have that goddamn knee on our neck. I see ourselves as that. I don't know. 
We're in this together. This fucking idiot thinks he's paying medical bills for people not fit enough to work. And he thinks that they should get fit enough to work so they can get medical care. Where, what, where did we go wrong? And the other thing is I'm sick of these, these unpatriotic, uh, America haters like this ready, steady 67 asshole who posted on my YouTube channel that, uh, who he's probably one of these people's like, I want to drink your tears or liberal tears. And, oh, you're, uh, and I went into this in the other show. I'm done with that shit too. If you are motivated by the tears of your fellow Americans, then you are not a patriot. You fucking disgusting America-hating doltard. Come on, camera. That's the bottom line. You're not a patriot. Pink. That's it. If you're, you think that that's a way to, uh, to live? Oh, I want to drink liberal tears. I want, oh, your, your feelings, your precious feelings. I would never. Can you, oh, well, George Floyd's precious feelings when he had a knee on his neck and he couldn't breathe. Oh, and all those people around saying, get your fucking knee off his neck. You goddamn, goddamn disgusting, I don't even know, uh, tool? You fascist tool? You freak? Oh, their free wings were hurt, though, right? Oh, This is what they, we're supposed to think. We free wings. Come on, fucking camera, before I knock you out. <laughs> I want to knock this camera across the room. <clears throat> What am I? You see a ball over here? Everything is in blurry? Oh my god. I can't win. Focus. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, because Lucille Ball, every time... Well, she was in that movie, Mame, and she was a little older, but every time they cut to Lucille Ball, it was just like, it's like she was in, uh, she was in a, va a fog of Vaseline or something. Maybe that's what I'm gonna have to do. Oh shit! I should be in a fog of I should be in a fog. What am I doing out? What am I doing awake? I should be unconscious. So anyway, everything is blurry. That's how I see the world. Look at this hair the fuck is that what the fuck is that <laughs> I'm sick of the blurry camera can you fix yourself finally it's supposed to be automatic fucking focus that's why I'm like come on <sighs> this is this feels like life in general right here constant like uh, uh, come on come on focus focus do what you gotta do do now it's worse god 
damn it and the people on the podcast will be like what is this bitch talking about why i'm taking my patronage away immediately <laughs> focus 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 it's it tries to unfocus i don't know what it's trying to focus on that is making it go out of focus Ugh. so annoying all right but anyway as i was saying god damn you ready steady 67 blue collar americans give me your tax money and pay for my medical bills i'm not fit to work lol <laughs> oh he's so funny isn't he ready steady wow nailed it again unbelievable that we have to share the same air the share the same country every other country on earth they understand that how stupid that statement is on so many levels but not not here in the united states of serfs and lords while they i don't know i guess we're gonna get some mlk quotes anytime something happens let's remember the MLK quotes, they're going to fucking come flying at you. Like, you, you'll be like, oh, man, oh, man, I can't believe it. So many quotes. What are we going to do? We're in this together. Oh, great. Wonderful. Uh, the arc of history is uh, long, but it it's, uh, bends towards justice. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Let's put that in the bank. Can we retire on that? I don't know. Um, and we're going to hear a lot of Amy Klobuchar bullshit. And it's really getting on my nerves. So, um, listen, guys. Uh, I want to say, what time is it? It's, it's, I'm not going anywhere yet. And thank you, Shannon, for your super chat. Maybe I'll do a show. Maybe. Maybe if I don't have a job to do I, I get freelance jobs that's the problem who knows when they come in they'll be like hey i need something tomorrow and then i'll be up all night doing a fucking movie that says we're in this together oh <laughs> i'm in the f i'm in a mood i'm in a mood of just not giving a fuck what kind of camera am i using it is Sin City asks, the camera is called, oh, hello, Junior. It's called the Logitech Brio. We're in this together. I just did, Shannon will be surprised. I, I've done some lifetime work called Black History, um, Black Lives Matter, Say his name, say her name. We cannot be silent anymore. If you see that video, that's me. So, anyway, whatever. Sit down, Junior. You're getting on my nerves, too. Now he's moving it. I know, right? All right. I get your point, Junior. We have more shit to talk about, though. Um, did you hear Twitler's, 
Did you hear his call with the governors? I couldn't believe what I was listening. And why? Why do they... Why do they fucking put up with it? This is the problem. Why do the goddamn governors sit there? Why don't we all play along? Hello, Mark. Welcome. A millennial correspondent. Yay. Stop rubbing on the microphone, Junior. All right, I'm going to play this phone call. Hold on. Have you heard it? You want to vomit. I'm warning you right now. You gotta arrest these people. You gotta arrest these people. And you gotta charge them. And you can't do the deal when they get one week to jail. These are terrorists. These are terrorists. They're looking to do bad things to our country. It's gonna be hard to take care of, and we're gonna take care of it. And we've uh, got a number of people here that you'll be seeing a lot of General Millius here. What the fuck is that? He had a lot of victory? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm choking. He's a war fighter. He had a lot of victories, no losses. What is this, a fucking game of baseball? Two runs, one RBI, four fouls, uh, three home runs, and a couple of stolen bases. No losses, a lot of victories. Just like Twitler. I guess, well, no, actually, he's not like Twitler. That's where Twitler and the general, they uh, diverge. Because all Twitler has is losses, or are losses. Is that how you say it? All Twitler has are losses. And he's doing it to this country now. He hates this country. It's like Michael Cohen said. I don't know if you guys saw Michael Cohen's testimony before Congress. And he said, and it's chilling, and I'm remembering it now. He said that Twitler will not go quietly when, even if he loses overwhelmingly, he will not go quietly. He, there will not be a peaceful transfer of power. He will, he will resist leaving office somehow. I don't you, do you, um, don't you believe it? Of course. What's going on? You're looking at the chat. <laughs> I love you guys. You're talking amongst yourself. And I was like, sometimes I look over and I don't, I don't see all the chats. And I'm like, what are they talking about? <laughs> so let's keep going. No losses. Uh, the general is amazing. Unlike me, he had no losses. Not that, uh, you know, I know nothing about winning. He, I've had many losses. Six bankruptcies, three wives couple of who knows how many babies I mean God God help us he's disgusting he's a disgusting human being and the problem is 
us. I keep asking this all the time. Why do we play along with the sham all the time? Exactly. Why? It's ridiculous. There is absolutely no reason to respect this fucker, to, to play hail to the chief. He is a... He's disgusting. He's not a president. A president doesn't turn the military on peaceful protesters. He's a, he's a danger. He's everything that the founders warned us about. And we have an entire party of lickspittles in the Republican Party that don't do anything. This is how republics fail. We've seen it before. They know it. We know it. They don't want to be primary. They don't want the tweet. You know, back in, at least in the Roman Republic, when the Roman Republic died, it was the senators losing their lives. That's what happened. They were put by, a, by well, he was Octavian still, um, on a prescription list. He wasn't Augustus until later. Augustus, he gave himself the name uh, after he became the uh, Principus, the first citizen. But... At least when they destroyed, effectively destroyed the Senate and they put the adversarial senators on a list, it wasn't a Twitter feed. It was a goddamn hit list. So the senators lost their lives and the rest of them were like, oh shit, I better go along, otherwise I'm going to be dead. Now here in this dying republic... There's not a prescription list. There's a Twitter feed they have to fear. They fear like the senators of Rome feared their own death. They have a metaphoric death. Oh, I might be primaried by a Trumpanzee. Oh. These disgusting human beings. You understand? They hate America. They hate it. They like money. They like comfort. They want us all to sacrifice. They're not at, they never sacrifice a thing. They don't sacrifice lunch, these bastards. They won't sacrifice their cushy Senate, the key to the Senate gym or the Senate sauna. All of that luxury. They're nice wine parties with the corporate lobbyists and then they're their cushy jobs and their retirement, their health care for life. Never. Not like us. You know. They don't do for us what they do for themselves. They are the enemies of this country. And they're allowing, because they're allowing, a, a, a goddamn autocrat to walk all over this country, to take it over, to make a joke of us to attack American citizens all because they like their own. I mean, not, not the citizens, they, they, the senators are, they're allowing it because they like their own little cushy, small lives. Like, Oh, well, Mitch McConnell, he's a disgusting human being. We, I don't know, but they're not patriots. Not in the least. These are the enemies of the people. They are. They sit in the halls of power coming up with ways to 
continue their own game against the entire system while they wave the flag and get all teary-eyed on uh, when they sing America the Beautiful as they're blowing the mountains off the purple mountain, blowing the tops off the purple mountain majesty to get at the coal or whatever the fuck, or pouring their corporate waste, allowing corporations to pollute the corporate waste into our beautiful uh, sea, the shining sea, and... They, this is what's going on. They hate this country, and they are giving it over. Not even in, uh, you know, it used to be they would do all of this shit and put up the ruse of loving democracy, of loving freedom, and upholding their oaths to the Constitution. They're not even capable of doing that anymore because they have unleashed this fucking doltard fascist this idiot who doesn't have the smarts he doesn't have he's not intelligent enough to function in a free democratic society he can't do it he doesn't this is why he hates this country he says i love this oh our country's great again and he is confused by this country like the rest of conservatives. They're confused. That's what it is. They are confused by what it means to be an American. I say it all the time. It's the truth. That's why they have to surround themselves with the trappings of America, the flags, because they are confused by it. They don't want anybody catching on that they're confused. So same thing here. All of the Republicans, they, they're uh, destroying this country. They're allowing it to happen. They have no spine. They wouldn't stand up. They, the, uh, the founders, any, other, any, any American whoever gave their life for this country, is, they are all rolling in their graves. I think of... The, uh, there's that, I'm trying to think, uh, Anthony is Inzarelli, Lieutenant, I, there's a, there's an amazing, um, monument to a soldier in Calvary Cemetery, and when I go and visit some of the graves there of this soldier, And I think of him. I'm trying to find it. It's really, a, I think I showed you this picture before. It's unbelievable. And I think of that young man who died fighting fascism. And then I think of the Republicans. And it's like, what? His mother buried him in Calvary Cemetery. And he's not the only... He's a World War II veteran. Now, this is... When you think of it, when I go and look at these graves of all the different soldiers who died, there are many Civil War graves, there are World War II, there are Vietnam War, and they're all young people. And, you know, 
that's just not right. They never got to see, I don't know, 23 summers. They never, who knows, had a life, had a family. All of the things that Donald Trump takes for granted. I'm going to get back to this video in a minute. But I think I showed you this before. Let's see if you can see it. Look at that monument. Beautiful, really, but sad. It says Lieutenant, no, it's not Anthony. Alfred Inzarelli. I hope I can read this without breaking up because August 22nd, 1920, October 16, 1943. 22 years old, okay? It seems like, oh, 1920. Wow. They, they had young people there, too. Fucking camera. It says, died serving his country in North Africa. Enlisted in June 1942. Assigned to active duty with 120th Engineers, 45th Division, Commissioned first lieutenant on no on June in June 1943, awarded the presidential citation for military merit and the Purple Heart for wounds received in action. Now this, whew. okay, he stands in the okay. Alrighty, I can't do it. He stands in the unbroken line. Jesus Christ. Of patriots who dared to die. So that, all right, what the hell? So that others might live. I'm very weepy lately. So, I knew I shouldn't have done that. And it's Greg's birthday, so... It gets worse. <laughs> Through it. He lives in a way that humbles the efforts of most men. Sometimes I go to that grave and I do this. <laughs> it gets worse because 
It says he leaves a broken-hearted family. Now, you know, who was that man? Who was he? Now he's, you know, he's no more. He had 22, 20, 22 years. That's it. He died for this country. So Twiddler? What a disgrace. Can run rampant over it. Uh, now I wish the camera was blurry. Anyway, why? And then... Underneath... Is his mother. It says... Pietrina... September 21st, 1884 to April 24th, 1946. This mother, through the, loss, through the loss of her son, who served this country, was unconsolable for two years and died of a broken heart. out <laughs> I can't <laughs> I can't anyway <sighs> uh. I wish I had a break to play but that's why I do the show I guess This country is fucked up. Oh, shit. Junior. And I don't know. That's just one veteran who gave his life for this country and a family. It's not just the person who dies. They leave everyone behind. Ah, God, I'm very weepy. But I just think that. Then I think about now and how, you know, this person, who could, what could he have even imagined? And I wonder about the world that he saw and the hopes, you know, he had, especially about coming home from Africa. And I think about the mother who received a visit from a chaplain and an officer and the pain and the, and the world that they lived in that saw so much death 
because of fascism and hate and division. And we had a lot of promise. It, break, it breaks my heart that FDR died and we never saw his second Bill of Rights. Now that we have won a peace, we'll, we'll, we, to secure a lasting peace at home. All right, Cranky. Get down. <laughs> he's, he's being cranky. <sighs> and this is the unfinished work we have to do. Honestly. So this never happened again. We never have, a tw have to endure a Twitler. It's such a disgrace to every sacrifice. It's a disgrace. What do you think that uh, Lieutenant Inzarelli would say? I don't know. Maybe he'd be a Trump and Z. I, I don't really know. Maybe not. I'd hope not, frankly. I do not understand why any veteran would... Any veteran supports them. The, tr the Republicans, the Trumps, not any humans. So that's your... You know, that's humanity for you. It's baffling. But anyway. All right. I guess it's a good time to go. I could probably... Because I wanted to play... Maybe I should calm down a little. Or... Because we have the rest of the video to play. But I just got into this crying, so... I feel very cry. I feel very cry. and <laughs> That's not even an emotion. I feel cry, okay? I feel like cry. I just feel cry. It's so like there used to be a, a, a store on, fifth, on uh, 14th Street that was clearly run by people who didn't understand the language. And it was called, it was, uh, I think it was Chinese owned. And the name of the store was Happy Funny Cry. <laughs> it was a variety store. Happy Funny Cry. Or no, was it Happy Sad Cry? It was something, I don't know if you remember that. If people who live in New York might remember that. It's gone. I wish I had taken a picture of it. But there was also a store here I wish I had taken a picture of on Greenpoint Avenue in Queens. And it said, and the name of the store was ABC Variety Store. And this was on the awning. It was printed on the awning. So it said ABC Variety Store, big letters. Underneath it, money refunded within 25 days. <laughs> like embedded in the awning. <laughs> so, all right. Mamma mia. All right, let's get back to Twitter and I can get back into anger because it's I'm such I'm so much more comfortable with the anger, you see. And really as I've had a lot of therapy, I understand that anger is sadness. That's what it is. That's what 
people are out there angry. It's pain. It's sadness. And, yeah. But I am much more comfortable with the anger and being pissed off. Because, yeah, it's, I guess, easier. I guess it's more accepted in general. So, all right. Where is that damn video? Here we go. Bill Barr, very strong. What is he, a fucking fembot? Activate Bill Barr. What is he? Activated. We will activate him very strongly. Well, I guess we're all a bunch of playthings to him. That's why I'm like, someone, someone tweeted me today and uh, said that uh, not tweeted. A friend of mine text. I tweeting text. Everything is mixed up. Wait a minute! Holy fucking shit! What? Who gave me a hundred and twenty-two dollar super chat? Is that a mistake? Wait a minute here. I'm bugging out. Greg, get the fuck out of here, Greg. It's your birthday. That's not how it works. You get the presence. You get the you're you're a supporter of uh, and a top tier supporter. Holy shit! Well, I mean, if you got it like that, Greg, thank you, Mama Mia. Holy Mama Mia, Greg. I feel like I don't even know what to do. That's incredible. Thank you. Now I'm gonna cry again, <laughs> you fucking bastard. <laughs> you son of a bitch, I just stopped crying. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Holy shit. That's great. That's a record. Thank you. What the hell? I'm I'm just speechless. Thank you, Greg. Well, I guess I'll keep going. I guess I'll keep. I guess I'll get out of bed tomorrow and do another show. All right. This is good. I'm glad. Honestly, this it sucks living in this goddamn country, doesn't it? But at least we're in it together. Okay, I it, it's great. That's amazing. It's the only thing... That's really the only bright spot of it, is that we're in it together. 
It, it, other than that, it's tough. It's heartbreaking. It's a roller coaster. Isn't it? Sometimes you're like, we like when Bernie almost won. I was like, oh my god, this might actually be happening. And then it was like, nope. They're too powerful. They're not letting go that easy. Maybe now. Well, I think that Bernie's... The fact that Bernie was um, so systematically attacked, and I really hate the revisionist history of that, because, of course, this is what they do. This is the corporate media, the so-called liberal media, talking about, oh, well, and then everyone came out of the woodwork and African-Americans supported Joe Biden, and that's what happened. And there was no elite, as uh, James Carville said. No elite. No, 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 no. Don't think about the elite. Don't. It, there was none. It, uh, it was people, people, people. Not that the media incessant beating the drum, calling Bernie and his supporters everything, including brown shirts, okay? We have literal effing goddamn fascists in the White House, but those who want to overthrow the fascists so we can have a government that works for all, we're the fascists. You see, it's like backwards world. So maybe that was the peaceful negotiation, and now it's like, oh, well, all bets are off. Nothing is going to change. So, anyway. Oh, my God. Thank you, Mark. Mamma mia. You guys are being crazy. Yes, it was Obama. That's right, Steve, who did in Bernie. Yep. So I, I do, of course, respect and admire President Obama. But yeah, he's he needs, I don't know. That has to be uh, also spoken about. I did watch Obama today, uh, Terry and... Yes, Bernie folded, Andrea. Mm-hmm. That pissed me off. It really disappointed me. It, uh, he should have fought more and come right out. But, man, I don't know. He knows more about what's going on in the halls of power than I, I could ever know. He, he honestly knows what's happening with the backroom deals, everything else that goes on, all the disgusting, even more disgusting that we know about. But yeah, Obama, he, uh, he definitely undermined Bernie. He, that's it. So getting all, all these fake ass, I don't understand. I don't get it. What's wrong with Democrats embracing the the legacy of FDR, that's all we're talking about. F bringing the New Deal back to life. Finally actualizing the second Bill of Rights. That's all, that's, this is great policy to run on. It's so succinct. It's not, it's so much easily, more easily understood than what? A, a, a goddamn subsidy. You don't have to explain it. You just say, everybody in, nobody out. We all, the second Bill of Rights, lasting peace. 
no fascism, more democracy, money out of politics. I mean, hello. Uh oh, here comes Junior again. <laughs> I know. Why? I don't know why they don't. You're a good boy. You're a good boy, right? Yes, you are. I love you. I do. I do. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I hurt you? I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Yes, Steve. Obama called Clyburn, Cato, Beto, Butterhead, and yeah, all of them. All those fuckers. Fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Buttigieg. <laughs> right, Butterhead. <laughs> Buttigieg. Oh, my God. If I never see him again, it'll be too soon. Buttigieg. What an... Oh, uh, he's another one. Amy Klobuchar, Buttigieg. All of these people, they're not, they're not Democrats. That's why we're here, frankly. To reclaim the mantle of patriotism, patriot, I can't talk, patriotism, and to reclaim the mantle of the Democratic Party. Truly, we're the real Democrats, we're the real patriots, and we own it. Unapologetically, that's what this show is, unapologetic liberal talk. It's not, oh, what do you think? What do you... Let's be bipartisan. Well, you know, you got to get practical and get things done. No, honey. You've had enough time getting things done. You did... You look, look what you did. We're looking at it. Look what you've done. You got a lot done. He's a f giant orange con man. That's what they did. They built this. They built Twitler. They built everything that's going on. The broken system. The 40 million out of work in a pandemic. That is a choice. I've been saying this. And it's the truth. Actually, there's a... Where is this? Somebody... Where is this graphic? Paul Krugman. Who's another one? He was another one. All of these um, Democrats, so-called Democrats come out of the woodwork saying, oh, inequality, oh, oh, blah, blah, blah. They're, these are the same people that attacked Bernie. They're all crying their crocodile tears about inequality, but they're not, they don't see the part that they play. I know that everybody has, what do you call it, blind spots. Is this a blind spot or is it deliberate? But Paul Krugman on Twitter, he he posted this. I'll just show you my computer screen for a second. Right? That's it. See this graphic here? Wait. This is European unemployment. You see that? Look at that. Straight fucking line. Look at America. Whoop. 
Doopy doopy. Right up there. Boom. We're the only country with 40 million Americans. Well, duh, Americans, yeah. People out of work. What the hell? And nobody knows this. They're not saying this on TV. Why not? Because they don't want more people out there breaking goddamn shit around and just breaking breaking windows saying, fuck this shit. It is a class war. Hot, hidden in the race war. That's right. They would rather have a race war because into the race war, they can throw some other platitudes and bullshit like a donation to the NAACP. Um, no, that's not good enough. Because we will still be divided. It's not only about uh, listening. Yes, I. it's part of it. I think what's part of healing this country, besides the policies, are us understanding that there are many different American experiences, and that has to be valued and respected and heard. And not be, oh, let's drink our tears. Anybody who says let's drink liberal tears or somebody else's tears should be called out as a goddamn traitor that they are. That they're not a patriot. Oh, you're going to drink your fellow Americans' tears, you sick fuck? Then move along, you America-hating ghoul. Because we got work to do. Because we care about each other. We care about our fellow Americans. That's what makes us a community, a nation that is motivated to protect each other and to help each other and to house each other and to ensure that we all have a community worthy of those who made the ultimate sacrifice. Like Lieutenant Inzarelli. How dare they? Sm- uh, dishonor his name and his and his sacrifice think of any 23 year old or 22 year old person that you know R- or remember when you were 22 I know when I was 22 I thought that I had lived a long life but I'd only just begun and my life hadn't even started I've had four or five lives since then, it feels like. Lieutenant Inzarelli only got one. God knows how he died. I don't know. I wish I knew. He certainly died far from home because some fascist pig had a lot of bullshit in his head like Twitler. So we owe it not to throw a subsidy. And we owe it to all the other uh, Inzarellis who aren't you know, the uh, people who aren't white, who wore the uniform of this country and didn't get the same GI Bill, the New Deal policies that white servicemen, men and women enjoyed. Now that's fucked up. 
And we need to own that shit. And hear about it and say, yeah, that was effed up shit because we were and are we a racist ass country, but we're doing something about it now. We're moving forward together. We do it because now instead of having policies that work for some based on whatever arbitrary line we want to draw, we're in it together. So that's how we move forward. And we rectify those sins. At least start. Not that everything's healed overnight, that's for sure. I don't know. Let's keep going with this Twitler mother, mama fucking. Excuse the census, yeah. When it's wrong, they're looking for arrests. You have to get some much tougher. We're strongly looking for arrests. Well, of course. Well, that's fascism, honey. That's fascism. I don't like when. The constitutional rights stand up and say, hey, we want to be heard. We're strongly looking. It's like, I'm strongly what? Jerking myself off? He's strongly weak. That's the irony. He is so weak, it's ridiculous. Everything about him is weak. All of these these fascist strongmen... Everything about Trump is weak. And all the Republicans are weak. Weak. Little bitch, little whiny, little cowards who can't stand up to a con man. Weak, I'm strongly looking. You know what's strong is listening and saying, oh, what could we do better? What could we do? It's strong to live in a nation of laws. With people who aren't exactly like you. It's also strong to have a democracy that works for all and ensure that democracy works for all by in, by guaranteeing living wages. Shit like that. Medicare for all. Retirement. I mean, hello, I'm get, I get blue in the face. But all of these things are lacking here. You can't have inequality in the, in the, that we have. You can't have it the way it is. We have the least upperly mobile, the widest income gap country, and we expect a democracy that works? It's not functioning. So don't let's not kid ourselves. And our problem isn't because somebody's on disability, okay? I'm not going to repeat myself again. Well, this time, but... Yeah, they have all the toys that they need. All the little pawns. Honey, what are you doing? They're just toys. I heard, well, as I was saying earlier, a friend of mine texted and he was like, oh, Trump is getting, what, what was it? The general took Trump's, he, they, they took the National Guard. They called back the National Guard. And Trump was furious or something. And it was like, because they took his playthings away. They, the baby had the baby's p- 
toys were taken away from Boo Boo. You know, when my little nephew was little and it was time for Betty Bye, I was like, I'm sorry. Time to go to Betty Bye. You gotta take your toys away. When he would cry. Unfortunately, well, Trump is a grown man. But no, he's not. He's not a man. He's not. Gr I mean, it's an insult to men to call him a man. I'm sorry. He's not a human. He's not a man. He's a he's a filthy, disgusting waste of human DNA. He's not a man. something on Fox News where somebody got kicked or something this is what he does he's watching television I saw I never saw anything like it never before strongly never uh, like nobody's ever seen I've done it I've never seen anything like it before nobody's ever seen it before uh, it, it's like fucking Archie Bunker is the so-called president we have an Archie Bunker who sits around watching television and doesn't know how to do anything. He doesn't know what it means to be an American. He's, it's way over his head. And honestly, I'm tired of us playing along with it. Everybody playing along. Mr. President, even... Effin, everybody was uh, talking about um, Pat Roberts came out and criticized the president. Mr. President, it is time for healing, or it's not nice, or whatever the fuck he said. Who cares? He's an old doltard, right-wing fascist ghoul, and so what? He got it right? He said something nice? Everybody's giving him goddamn pats on the back? Who cares? These people are, they need to be uh, not given so much credence. Why do we play along? Well, I know why. I mean, here, you, I, I could see the Matrix. It, it's so uh, exhausting sometimes. Really? Because I see the Matrix. I really, I feel like I do. Maybe I'm insane. Oh my God. Am I crazy? And I see the matrix, <laughs> but I'm really like delusional. And I really don't see the matrix. I don't know. I see the matrix. I see the scam and all the dummies in it on all the sides, including the goddamn Amy Klobuchar's and the friggin' Claire's. Claire, my friend Claire McCaskills. Another one. Another anti-Bernie. Another one who can't imagine. A how dare they want to take health care away from those unions who work so hard 
for their bosses to be able to control their health, to hang their health care over their heads like the sword of Damocles, to swing it down whenever they wanted to control them or take it away. But how dare... Bernie, this little socialist, want to give health care, take health care away by giving it to everybody. And I'm so sad because we're so divided. And I'm Claire, you know what I mean? Because I'm on here on this MSNBC. I have a giant platform, even though I lost an election, being a bipartisan somebody who doesn't stand for anything and I get, I make a lot of money now just sitting here talking about bullshit, saying things that don't make any sense. Like we're so divided, but, um, I hear some more shit. I'm going to say that's going to keep us that way. Oh my God. Help me. Let's keep going with Twitter. I don't know what happened. I hit the wrong button and it went back and then we had to hear it again. And it was like, You saw it. Where'd you see it? He's got the greatest intelligence operation in the world, but he saw it. They were playing it on Fox News. He saw it on Hannity. I saw it. I swear. I saw it just like uh, Archie Bunker saw it. Just like that old crotchety old racist at the local bar saw it. He knows what to do, too. You got to arrest these people. He says, enough of this. Everybody welfare queens running all, all over the place. Everybody cares about life, though. You know what I mean? If they really cared about it, why do they got abortion clinics everywhere? You know what I mean? It's a problem. Everybody wants to... T it's This country's not equal because somebody is taking welfare. They're not working for their health care. If they can't work, then they should just die. Because that's the meaning of life. It's all to work so somebody else, uh, uh, if you are, can get up the next day and you need health care, okay, we'll give you some health care. But only to get your ass back to work. And if you get too old and you can't work, it doesn't matter. Make Social Security. Now you want your Social Security? Here, here. Now you got to be 78. How about 80? We'll go for 80. Everybody's living longer. We're, oh, it's not that we're living longer. It's just that uh, the rich are always living longer. They always live long. I mean, goddamn, Augustus lived to be 78 years old, but nobody nobody talks about that. I saw that. I, uh, don't worry, I didn't see that on Fox News. They wouldn't show the shit like that. That's too much information. We don't put anything in historical context. We want we, uh, the American people stupid. Oh, my God. Somebody help us.
This is like Occupy Wall Street. It's not like the Trump storming the Capitol. Let them storm. Let them wave their M16s. Let them scream their pandemic, COVID ridden, goddamn freaking uh, Burger King breath on anybody. They're diseased, disgusting poison, both with their breath and with their voices, their ignorance, let them breathe it all on everybody because they're the brown shirts. Not us, not those out there defying curfew. I, of course, I'm not, I'm not about breaking windows because that defeats the purpose. And that is why... Get down, honey. <laughs> you hear him complaining? He's like... Wee, wee. That is why they have Asian provocateurs. That is why the right-wingers are dressing up and, and pretending that, to be. Not just the guy going around breaking the window who's, like, definitely a cop, but they are going out trying to incite um, violence, and they're pretending to be Antifa. Now, Antifa is not a thing. It's like somebody saying they're a vegetarian. Yeah, I'm Antifa. I'm Antifa. I'm an anti-fascist, and I always will be. I I would. I'm pretty sure that Lieutenant Inzarelli was anti-fascist too. As all true Americans are. There's no organization. There's no headquarters. There's no leader. So when they're saying Antifa, they're saying they're doing what Hitler did. Blaming everything on the communists and the Jew, which was the same interchangeable name for Hitler and any of his political enemies. This is what they're doing. That's why you know they do not want to change a goddamn thing. They want everything to stop. They want to throw subsidies at shit. That's why corporate America is out there with their bullshit. Like I said, working for AT&T, making videos, we're in this together, and then getting canned with the rest of the hundreds of people. Well, don't worry. They'll be playing that we're in this together video. That's for sure. And taking all PPE money and other government contracts. I think that one of the things I, now I'm saying this, I'm thinking, I thought I heard Bernie say something about any corporation that takes government contracts should not be laying people off, but they wanted something in the, in the, one of these bailout bills, but they're not bailing us out. Clearly nobody's getting bailed out. You're not bailed out if there's 40 million people out of work. We're the only country that has 40 million people out of work. 
That's why they're not rioting in England or in Canada or in France, in Ireland, in New Zealand, in Australia, Germany. Only here. And the neck, uh, the knee on the neck is just one. It's, it's a spark. It's another drop in the bucket that pours the whole bucket over. But the bucket is filled. It's, it's one aspect of the broken system. The system is broke. Fucking cops are out of control. They're racist-ass cops. There was a video I saw. I'm like Twitler, but I don't have an intelligence service to inform me. So I saw a video on Twitter of a New York City cop given a white power symbol to antagonize somebody. Clearly, he turned around and smiled and did it. And I forwarded that tweet to the New York City commissioner of police and the mayor saying, you're cool with this? With a... We're in a one of the most diverse. I live in the most diverse nation. I mean, con- country. Where the fuck do I live? I live in the most diverse neighborhood in the United States, and I don't want a goddamn Nazi um, patrolling the streets because we're a diverse community. That's New York City. So fuck off, white nationalist fascist freaks. You're not welcome here. We don't like your kind here. Because you are the ones that are disrupting this, this community. With your hate and your ignorance. And your indifference. So somebody, I mean, honestly, that video. You put, uh, it's, it, this is why I, I talk about, you know, this, we're in it together, man. Somebody who puts a fucking knee on somebody's neck and sits there for nine minutes while other people are saying, get your knee off his neck, you're killing him. And the fucking dumb bastard sits there while we saw somebody die. He breathes his last breath of death rattle and this motherfucker stays in that position that says you're not human. There's no human. There's no humanity there. The, that person is not considering that other human being a human. But this is—it's all connected. We're all George Floyd. We're all um, enduring that knee on our neck. We're all. I believe. Maybe I'm wrong. Somebody can set me right, but. And this is why they're afraid of this getting out because they don't want us to see each other. They don't want us to be like, you're my brother, you're my sister, we're Americans or want to be Americans or uh, uh, we're here together. We're in this together. We're trying to make a community that works for all. So they don't want us to see it like that. They want us to see it like... It's us against them or, okay, they're a little, they're getting a little upset right now. So let's put some, uh, eh, I don't know, let's give them some, I don't know, what do we do? Um, a scholarship. Uh, well, uh, I'll fund a scholarship. 
for one one of them. While the, everything stays the same. So, that's not going to cut it. And it better not. We better not let it. Because how many times are we going to go through this? But that's why he's going, oh, Antifa, Occupy Wall Street. They broke up Occupy Wall Street. They're happy. I, as I was saying, hello, we've been talking about this. They broke up Occupy Wall Street because it was real. It is an actual thing. It's a real challenge to the very broken system that needs to be smashed. And Twitler knows it, and he's a product of it. He's a beneficiary of it. And he can't have that become breaking down on his doltard head. Because he's not... He sucks. He's, he is the worst. He's a god. If no, oh my god. That's why he hates Obama because Obama makes him. He he. In comparison, he is such a fraud. Twitler is such a fraud. Because Obama is somebody that was able to rise up or whatever, and in, in this racist ass country, and not not have daddy. He didn't have a daddy at all. Raised by a single mom. He didn't have daddy to go back and go suck on daddy's teeth constantly after he lost all his money again and again and again. Wait, again and again and again and again and again and again. So he's he was actually successful and not only at being, uh, you know, just being a con man. He didn't. It, it's. Obama tried to help the community, community organizer. That's why they have to mock community organizing when it's noble work. When did it become something funny to care about your community? When these fucking freaks are out there charging into City Hall with their disgusting Burger King and uh, breath. Burger King and COVID-19 breath screaming in everybody's faces. They can't p- shove enough dead animals in their mouth fast enough, these freaks. Breathing on everyone. Pointing guns at everyone. Like cowards, like little babies. Out of control. Oh my God, where do we live? No, they're not. They they don't need to be broken up. Not those rioters. Not the walking dumb. Just those who are actually going to affect change, if given a chance. That's why they have to turn people against the movement. And it's like Hitler and the Reichstag fire. Now there's strong evidence that the Nazis themselves started the Reichstag fire. So. They could blame it on their political enemies. And in this instance, obviously, uh, people got pissed off. But into the dissension stepped who? 
the a rioter, a white guy, uh, dressed in all black, with his face covered, and a hammer smashing windows. Who the fuck was he? That's an agent provocateur. He's a cop. And then they go after him. Are you a cop? Are you a cop? What are you doing? And he goes to knock the camera out of the person or the phone out of the guy's hand. He's and running away as fast as he can. Walking away, really. Like he was on a mission. So we're not all that stupid. And then in CNN reports that a Twitter account that tweeted a call to violence and claimed to be representing the position of Antifa, which is a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it instead of saying representing Antifa, because what the fuck is Antifa? It's like representing vegetarianism. Oh, it's those vegetarians. They did it again. It doesn't have an organization. I mean, well, there's some groups that say they're vegetarian groups, or but it's not like a centralized thing. But that's a good way to put it. Representing the position of Antifa was in fact created by a known white supremacist group. Twitter said on Monday the company removed the account Before it emerged, the account was run by white supremacists. Donald Trump Jr., President Donald Trump's son, pointed his 2.8 million Instagram followers to the account as an an example of how dangerous Antifa is. Not that he will clarify that now and say, Oops, sorry, I pointed you to this account But it's really our base, the white supremacists, you know, the very fine people, the ones that were chanting Jews will not replace us and blood and soil, the Nazi rally cry and ran a car into a peaceful protester, the Antifa protest against white supremacists like Twitler and his heroes, the traitors who rose up against the United States the statues that he loves so well. I can't even believe where I live. When I said that sentence, as it was coming out of my mouth, I was like, this is real. This is not a joke. This is real life happening in front of our eyes. And it's happening in the United States. And often I wonder, because I love history and you guys know that and i spend a lot of time learning about history other times in in earth on earth that's probably because i think about people and i wonder about their lives and how they lived and how they made it through and sometimes i consider myself very fortunate and other times i say to myself god damn it why was i born here but As far as, uh, you know, I think about times in, I think about, you know, the Nazis and how they rose to power. And I wonder, I think about the, those who had to flee their homes, who were smart enough to flee. Not that those who weren't, who weren't, who didn't flee weren't smart, but 
I think that's a natural tendency because you think that, oh, this is only temporary. And that's what a lot of those who ended up being victims of the Nazis, what they believed. This can't really be happening. This will change my my uh, the, my people, the, my fellow citizens will come to their senses. We're not at that point yet, but I saw glimmers of it. I'm not at the, I don't think we're at the point where they're, I mean, me, I don't know. These might be famous last words where they're, I think that there's such revulsion about what happened. It might be, I don't know. It's not, see, the thing about the Nazis that were different is that there was, okay, there was large support for them. And it's been described, obviously I wasn't there, but as a mile wide and an inch thin. So there was a lot of surface. Of course, there were a lot of core supporters, but there, it, it got more um acceptable when only because of the circumstances the economic circumstances which are not happening here okay it's the other way around twitler is destroying everything and it's not like he's he didn't raise us from a depression or the treaty of versailles which was a humiliating event for germany and a lot of it caused a lot of resentment amongst the German people and they felt like they were given a raw deal and and Hitler rekindled a feeling of pride in many Germans by and uh, by also giving them somebody to blame of course and that was rampant because he put people back to work that's that's what happened by massive public works programs and then all the militaristic shit and everybody just went along that's people they go along they're cowards many people are cowards they don't want to stand up they want a nice life that's why they look the other way when their neighbors were taken in the middle of the night they didn't want to be one of them. People are cowards. But so um, will it happen here? It could as far as go that far. But I think that this would the 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 um, the bright spot spot is that there is overwhelming revulsion for Twitler and his behavior of what he's doing. So, but there's also people who uh, are going along and stupid. So, and a lot of ugly bastards in this country like this, these Nazis right here who pretend to be Antifa like the Nazi, this is what the Nazis do. You know them by their fruits. 
So uh, even like this article says, although the account only had a few hundred followers, it is an example of what white of white supremacists seeking to inflame tensions in the United States by posing as left wing activists online. It only had a hundred followers, a few hundred, and Donald Trump, effing Jr. Traitor Tot retweeted it. He's a freak. These people are the enemies of the people. The entire Trump crime family have always been the enemies of the people, even before this has been going on. If you are a disgusting con man, you're a grifter, and you co- you're coming up with every other which way to figure out how to take money from your fellow citizens, how to dupe them out of their hard-earned dollars in this racist-ass, kiss-up, kick-down country, and the best you can do is come up with a fake university, a vitamin scam, some kind of ugly steak, some tasteless, disgusting, greasy hunk of meat the poor cow had to give its life for. That's what you do. If that's all you can do, these are enemies of the people. They don't care about their fellow Americans. They have no standards. They're not saying, hey, let's come up with something that's going to make the world a better place. They're, they're coming up with shit, with bullshit, with scams, with all kinds of ways to fuck people over. Casinos. Oh, let's get a bunch of addicts in here. Let's hope we get a couple of so- of social security recipients on fixed incomes to come in here with gambling addictions to uh, take out fucking uh, markers on the casino so we can get our hooks into them for the rest of their lives. This is who they are. They're disgusting. Small human beings. Small. They're not human. They're wastes of human DNA. Excuse me. Small, ugly people. Ivanka, any of them. You would think one of them would at least rebel against their disgusting father. But they're, they're cowards. It's like the Republican Party as a whole. Just like the Republican Party. None of them want to go against the grain and say, because oh, they don't want that tweet. They don't want to be on the prescription list. So... The the it's really the the whiny ass bitch prescription list. It's not a real prescription list. The in the at least the prescription back in uh, ancient Rome was uh, you're gonna lose your life. So they could they had a reason to be afraid of a prescription list. These fuckers are afraid of a tweet. Scums. But the, uh, I mean, like Ivanka, all of them has everything. She has a trust fund, a little bitch fucking husband who does the same thing as, as, as daddy, grifting money, going after fixed income tenants, sicking your lawyers on everyone. So they can't, it's only the people who can't fight back. They don't sick their lawyers on the powerful they fillet the powerful every which way 
They love the powerful and the well-connected. They'll do whatever. Here, here, let me, can I, uh, can I give you uh, a hand job? Can I, can I offer you my wife, my daughter? And, of course, can I offer you, uh, uh, I mean, look at who they hang out with. Saudi, the Saudi prince, a democracy-hating murderer who ordered the fucking dismantling, the dismembering of a journalist. That's their friend who lords over a literal handmaid's tale. That's Ivanka, Miss uh, Women's Outreach, you bitch. Scum of the earth. And, oh, I got my trust fund. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make a sweatshop in China. And they're going to make a lot of knockoff shoes because... She can't even come up with a good fucking idea there. She couldn't design her way out of anything. She sucks. She doesn't have any creativity. She couldn't do this. Let her sit in front of a microphone. And, and I don't know, talk about her, <laughs> about what the hell she does. She has no clue. I'm a little rich bitch. Look at my Instagram feed. Look at me. I'm groomed to within an inch of my life in a pandemic. If they groom me one more fucking time, I'm going to look like a goddamn skull. And oh, gee. I, I can't believe what I'm looking at right now. And I'll show you in a second. It makes you want to puke. I might puke. I cry. This has been some show. I cried. I, I might puke. I've laughed. I've cried. I've puked. Look at this picture. Wait, not that one. Come on. Hmm. It won't show it. I'm doing wrong here. There it is. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Look at the New York Post. The lying about Donald Trump is now completely out of control. They have gone full fascist, the right-wing media. And this is why I say become a patron. This is what we're up against. The New York Post? Another Murdoch rag in New York that was bought and published in New York. They want, because they want the dumb fucking people to vote against their own demise. I mean, for, to, to vote for their own demise. The New York Post has never turned a profit. That's not in its business model. They're not in it for profit. They're in it for propaganda. Anti-Trump liberals, i.e. Democrats and the media... By, this is by a dumb fucker called, well, an America hater called Eddie Scary. Yeah. Sometimes the universe is ironic. It has a sense of humor. 
the New York Post. Um, yes, here we go. Anything. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's us. Anti-Trump liberals, example, Democrats and the media, just have to find something, anything wrong with the president. I know this. We can't. I mean, there's just so much perfect to go around. We have such a hard time looking for anything to criticize this saint, this reincarnation of Jesus H. Christ. Or Jesus F. in Christ. I don't know which one. We just have to find something, anything. Oh, look, and here we go. It's a lie. They didn't clear the streets of the protests. Park police said they cleared White House protests after an attack. No, don't believe your lying eyes. Everybody who the media is saying, the media says, because the media was there. Australian media is lying. English media is lying. Everybody's lying. Except the liar with a fake university and a vitamin scam. The one who inflicted a campaign of terror against fixed income tenants. The one who has... Uh, who has a fake origin story where he says he took a million-dollar loan from his daddy, except it was $250 million and it wasn't a loan. You know, that guy. Everybody's lying but him, the liar. Don't believe your lying eyes. Yeah, somebody was attacked, so... Oh, oh, because maybe a protester picked up one of the canisters that the tear gas was thrown at him or her, and they threw it back. So now, oh, okay, let's unleash hell. Horses, shields, pushing, tear gas on people that were standing there. And everyone's lying. They've gone full-on fascist. But here's the difference. And unlike Germany, we have some media, and there's also the entire world. The whole world is watching these fucking fascists. Something, anything. Can you believe the way they frame this? Anti-Trump liberals, Democrats and the media just have to find something, anything wrong with the president, even if it means making it up. The perpetually not President Hillary Clinton on Monday. What? The perpetually not President Hillary Clinton on Monday shared a side to side photo of the White House. I think he's trying to be clever there. One lit up in a rainbow spectrum. Oh, oh, okay. It was Hillary Clinton that did that. So she, this, this Eddie Scary, he wants to drink her liberal tears. Well, she's not liberal, but he wants to drink her tears anyway. He, um, okay. One lit up in a rainbow spectrum from 2015 when Barack Obama was in office and the other appearing almost in pitch black with no lighting. 
elections matter, tweeted Clinton. Yeah, bitch, they do. And it's supposedly Gay Pride Month. Not that you care because you're all in the closet because you don't have the courage to live authentic lives because you're a bunch of little fucking cowards. And you wouldn't know what it's like to live your one life authentically. You have to be a sycophant of a con man with a fake university and a vitamin scam because you want all your money. And half of you scum-sucking pigs, no offense to pigs, who are charming and intelligent creatures, unlike Republicans, that you, you are all goddamn closet cases. Not all, but some. And... Because you don't have the courage. You wouldn't know what it's like. You have to be one of the boys or the girls or the or one of the, uh, the one of the powerful. See, like Donald Trump, if he was gay, he wouldn't have the courage. That's why he has to have a lot of f- fucking models around him. He's got to uptrade his wives. Break his vows and get a better model in there. Because he doesn't have the balls, much less the, 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 uh, the courage to just to, to be uh, an authentic partner of someone. They're just an appendage, an accessory. Like Paris Hilton has a little dog in her fucking purse. That's Melania. That's Ivana. And what's her other name? uh, Whatever that other fucking bitch's name was. That's who they are. Because Donald Trump, true love? Partnering with somebody saying, oh, I love you. Staring in each other's eyes. Pillow talk into the night, thinking about your futures. Oh, that I gained five pounds. Gotta get rid of you. Bye. Because you're not a good appendage. You don't look good on his arm. It's all about what he looks like. That's the mark of a sociopath. If you don't make him look good, because he is a nothing, he's a hollow shell. Of a human, he's a fake human. He's not a human. He's a sociopath. It has nothing to do, it's the same thing with his kids. That's why they all know that he doesn't love them. Only as much as they make him look good. So Ivanka, whatever the fucking Ivanka... Iklanka, Ibanka, who cares? She, you know, he likes, he wants to bang her. He's not, that's not his, that's not a child to him. That's, you know, his own child. It's like, oh, look at her. I made a hot fucking bitch. I don't get to bang her? What kind of world is this? What kind of goddamn hell am I living in? I made this bitch, this bitch I want to bang and I can't bang her? It's frowned upon? Oh, well, that's why he doesn't think that it's not, that is, uh, you know, they all laughed when he was on The View and he, or whatever it was. I think it was The View and he was like, 
if uh, you know, honestly, if she wasn't my daughter, I'd be dating her. And, and uh, Ivanka's like, oh, dad. <laughs> and they were all like, yeah, crazy. He thinks that's the highest con- compliment. That's why. If it wasn't my daughter, well, I'm, why am I doing that voice? Why am I doing the Claire McCaskill voice? <laughs> if he wasn't, if she wasn't my daughter, I'd be dating her. He thinks, what are you talking about? Why is everybody looking at me like I'm sick? That's a compliment. If I want to date you, that means you're, you're beautiful. I don't know if you heard him on Howard Stern. They had a cl- a clip of him going, talking about Lindsay Lohan. Oh, I like you know he wants to bang Lindsay Lohan. What do you think of her? Uh, I don't know if you like freckles. She's got a lot of freckles. This is who he is. He's a fucking disgusting human being. He's and he's not a human. You like a lot of freckles. I hope Melania has no freckles. I hope she doesn't have any freckles on her ass. He's got, she's going to have to do something about that. Maybe she got a little cellulite. You know, she's getting a little old there. She She's past 50 now. Oh. And then he was saying, yes, on uh, how it's on, how, because she's so fucked up, Lindsay Lohan. She's damaged. She's got a lot of problems. How come they're so good in bed? Why is it always the damaged ones that are good in bed? What do you think... You think Twitler's good in bed? There is no way. No, absolutely zero way Twitler has ever given any woman an orgasm. Zero. There is a... There's no no effing way. Period. End of sentence. That's not... That's not why Twitler has sex. He's not making love with anyone. He's in it to fucking get off into it's like whatever. It's like it's like a flashlight. What do I know about these things? I don't know. That's all it is. That you're not a human. You're a thing to bang. When he wants to get his tiny, well, his smaller than average penis, he needs a little release. He wants to, you know, some kind of feeling. He wants to, it's like a, whatever. He's just, he's not, he's not doing it to feel connected to another person or get closer to someone or to, it's part of their love relationship. Have a better relationship, feel close to another human being. No fucking way. No. Not in a million years. And and you know it. You know I'm right. He is the worst in bed. It's like you, uh, as Stormy Daniels said, he sucks. He just, he's basically just jerking off on you as a, uh, you know, using you as uh, his hand. That's it. He's disgusting. But, you know, he wants everybody to think he's great in bed. He leaked that to 
Remember that? There was a cover of one of the, I think it was the post. Best sex I ever had. Oh, Marla. Marla Maples. When he was being, when he was getting divorced. Well, he was divorced. He was gonna, and then it was, he was gonna marry Marla. He was on the phone with a reporter and he said, how the story goes from Marla Maples herself that he said, Oh, uh, Hey Marla. Um, didn't you say I was the best sex you ever had? And she was like, whatever. (laughs) And he's, he's like, yeah, she said I was the best sex I ever had. Print that, print that, make that the cover, make that. He, because he sucks in bed and he knows it. And it's the same way. Here you go again. There they go again. If somebody who is good in bed, they don't need to put it on the fucking New York Post. They know it. They don't need such all-the-time validation. They don't want everybody to know it. It doesn't matter. They know it. They have the confidence of knowing it. They walk around. They know it. They don't have to, hey, hey, put it on the cover. You know? Because we all know I'm not. But I need everybody to think I am. I'm so tiny as a person. Like my penis, I'm tiny. And I need everybody to think, because I'm nothing, without, uh, uh, without everybody perceiving me this way, because I'm a fraud. That's what it is. He's, he's afraid everybody will know what a fraud he actually is. And that's why he hates Obama, too. Because Obama's not a fraud. Well, he's a fraud in some ways. He's not a real Democrat. He's not an FDR Democrat. But that's another conversation. But he's not a fraud in other ways. He's, a, he's an accomplished person. A well, uh, uh, more accomplished than Trump. That's for sure. Coming up from nothing. Trump had everything and he sucks at it. He just doesn't think or, well, he doesn't want you to find out. Unfortunately, we have all found out. But as we also know, and I've been saying for years, they'll find willing co-conspirators. It doesn't matter. There are so many weak and cowardly people running around, and they're all in the Republican Party. Trust me. All. All. Like the racist thing, not every Republican is weak and cowardly, but all weak cowards are Republicans. You can take that to the bank. The perpetual... Let's just read this fucking thing. It's almost, oh my God. The perpetually not President Hillary Clinton. Hardy, hardy, hardy. Liberal kid. Oh, she got more votes though, right? Oh, well. Um, they're so, they're such children. They're so tiny. They're such tiny little people. All of them. 
and look at them. That's why they have to be the way that they are. That's why they have to get the dogs, get the National Guard, be strong, hit and bang things. And they think that's strong. Look at them, though. Look at their faces. Look at their bodies. Their disgusting, ugly, pasty bodies. And, of course, the woman. There's one woman there. And she, what is she? She's young and fit. Not all the men, though. They're all bald, fucking bellies, disgusting, fat. No offense to uh, normal fat people. <laughs> I'm, try- I'm not trying to fat shame. I'm sorry. They're just gross. They're just disgusting people. That's all. That doesn't mean disgusting is fat. I'm sorry. I don't mean it like that. I need to be more sensitive. But you know what I'm saying. Look at his... Look how gross he is. They look... He's gross. He's just disgusting as a person. And I... Yeah, maybe I am fat shaming him. He doesn't deserve any consideration. Because he's gross. He's vile. And I hate him. So... And I hate the fact that he has eaten so many animals. (laughs) How many animals... Can one person consume in one lifetime? How many decent animals that deserve the life? Valuable animals that decent, loving animals that had more value and more more business being alive than this fucker ever did. And he just stuffs them in his disgusting gullet one after one corpse after corpse eat eat chomp 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 never thinking about it never wondering never caring or worrying worrying about the suffering chomp 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 all to keep him disgusting and Bill Barr. Oh, God. Vile. And the other thing is this general. What the fuck is he doing? Wearing the, wearing BDUs? Battle dress uniform? That's what annoyed me. I, and I wondered, is that a thing? I, um, I don't know the policy, but it just seemed a little strange. And maybe, maybe they do. Maybe they wear battle dress uniform in the White House. But they're going out there to deal with protesters on the, on American soil. So why is he in battle dress uniform? The general. Are we at fucking war? Oh, I think it's just that Twitler, he wants to play at war. Like all the Nazis, they liked playing at war too. Himmler, they weren't soldiers, none of them. They just liked to play war. Himmler, one of his greatest disappointments was that he was not, he, he had never been a soldier. So he put on a uniform. When he had the power, he got the uniform of a soldier. 
And they went to war against German civilians, the fucking pig. And I don't mean to insult pigs either. I like pigs. They're charming. They're intelligent. They're nice. They're smart. Not like Republicans. Not like Twitler. Or Bill Barr. Or any of them. But that's who they are. They want to play army. Twitler could never join. He could never... He couldn't do anything close to any of the... uh, You know, when his time came. When it was his turn to serve... He got bone spurs. But he's strongly and toughly, right? Strongly, toughly, like nobody's ever seen Lee. Oh my God. How? Why? When? How much longer? And and what's really fucked up, and I'm cursing a lot tonight, it is what it is. Is we got it's not just see okay, what's what's good is that there are a lot of people that are like fuck this shit. But then you have the posts of the world, the New York Post, the any scaries of the world. And also the Federalists last night. Completely don't believe your lying eyes. Twitler never attacked the peaceful protesters with tear gas. See, but first it was, oh, no, no, there was no tear gas. Even though when he was in the Rose Garden, you could hear it going off. And you could smell it, according to the news, uh, uh, the reporters. But that's fake news, fake news, fake news. Lugan Press, Lugan Press, Lugan Press. And... So they said, oh, last night it was, there wasn't anything going on. Nothing happened. Uh, no no tear gas. What are you talking about? Then I guess they saw that wasn't playing well. So people like Eddie Scary had to run out and say, oh, they were attacked. These weren't peaceful protesters. Everybody was attacked. I don't know. I only see one side dressed to the nines. With a uh, military gear, horses, shields, and a goddamn general in battle dress uniform. Fucking pigs. Oh, I'm sorry, pigs. I like you. I will never eat you either. Because we are you. (laughs) That's part of why I don't eat them. Everybody doesn't get it. Not everybody. Some people get it. And they... I'm not... I don't know. But we're just like them. I see them. I see myself in them. When I see them in those pens. And I see them being taken to the slaughter. Without a care. Nobody giving a shit. That's us. You think that's not us? That's us. That's you and me. And that's why they get away with it. Yes. Yes. 
Chris Christie has skeletons in his closet, Linda says. Of cows. Lots of cows. <laughs> so does Twitler. And pigs. Chickens. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So here, this article. I don't know if I can go through the whole thing because it'll be like 1 a.m. Um, this... Let's see. Former Obama advisor David Axelrod shared the same image of a darkened White House, calling it a perfect symbolism because if ever the country needed the occupant of the White House to shed light and not heat, now is the time. Sadly, the lights are out. Yet it turns out the photo passed off as a metaphor for Trump's apathy toward police brutality and racism was actually like the rainbow White House from Obama years. Yeah, okay. So pervasive was the meme on social media that Associated Press was moved to fact check and liberals and let liberals know that the slam dunk on Trump was actually an embarrassing rebound. Okay, people even started saying Trump is hiding in his bunker and the lights went out until a CNN reporter reporter pointed out that the lights go off at 11 p.m. I think the point was not that the lights were out, but also I didn't see the image, first of all, but also because it's gay pride and there's nothing. Is that what was that? Wait, was that the image? Yeah. One of the rainbow spectrum from 2015. It's also a metaphor for their fucking indifference to um, people who aren't rich, white men so talk about missing the point this fucking idiot and this this goddamn eddie scary it's not about just the lights are out oh so you see but this is what he's trying to it's sort of like now that i'm reading it i'm thinking oh yeah it's sort of like um how tucker carlson misses the point of his his whole setup where he's like yes america is broken and in in equality and the middle class is dead and blah 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 but it's because of abortion clinics and it's because of welfare queens so same thing here the image is shared and you're saying oh guess what it's not that the lights are out they always go out at 11 okay so he writes a whole article missing the point yeah okay their lights go out but there's also no where's the gay pride lights they're out too there's nothing oh my god Indeed, based on some TV coverage, you'd think Trump had actually spat on the memory of George Floyd. Oh, God in heaven. Well, he does. <laughs> Every day. Trump has been, here's his, what he says, in reality. Oh, my God. Don't believe your lying eyes, everyone. In reality, Trump has been exceedingly sensitive hasn't he though don't you feel like he's been sensitive oh my god i was trying to find the appropriate sound effects and it's not loading i don't think i can use it anyway 
Hold on, everyone. This is what happens. Talk amongst yourself for a minute. So, okay, here we go. <laughs> In reality, Trump has been exceedingly sensitive and respectful to Floyd's memory calling his death a tragedy that should never have happened. He added that the incident filled Americans all over the country with horror and grief. Yes. Last week, just two days after Floyd's death, Trump ordered the FBI and Justice Department officials to conduct an expedited investigation into the matter. Yet the press ignored all this, suggesting instead that he refused to address the tragic episode at all. Then the looting, the destruction and violence, that was apparently Trump's fault too. CNN analyst David Gergen said Tuesday that Trump's referrals to himself as the president of law and order function as, ra as race baiting. This is like crazy town. He's just a man on a mission to heal. Heal this country. And the liberals, they don't want to hear it. Liberal Washington Post columnist Damon Milbank. Where's my music? <laughs> wrote on Monday that riots and destruction we're seeing are the wages of Trump's hate-filled incumbency. Incumbency, whatever, I can't talk. The always hysterical, you know, Don Lemon, one of them on CNN said late last week that Trump has contributed to the environment we're now experiencing. Man, it never ends. These aren't mistakes. This is how the nationwide media are intended to operate in the Trump era. If they can find something, if they can't, sorry, if they can't find something wrong with him, they just make it up. It's all... You ain't seeing nothing. He is the greatest, the strongest, the bestest, and bedest, presidentest, most bestest you've ever seenest. Like nobody's ever seenest. Repeat after me. The bestest, the bestest, and bestest, bestest, biggest, strongest, powerful, most activated president of Bible, shaking president, 
loving racial um, healing president ever. We're just making it up. Ah, everybody's just making it up out there. I saw something. I don't know. They were making it up, I guess. I saw a bunch of peaceful protesters standing there. I saw them with my own eyes. And then all of a sudden, a bunch of cops out of nowhere. There was tear gas flying. I don't know. sudden well they were saying black lives matter and they were standing there and then the cops They have their hands up. Bunch of, just a bunch of lies. I have never personally witnessed such wanton disregard for people's lives here. Firing into the crowds like that, a group of people with their hands up. If we saw this in history class, we would all be revolted. This is happening in our streets today. Hands up and they are shooting. Hands up and they are shooting. That is what's happening here today. Do this! You're shooting at people! 
17 minutes away. They have come through to start putting everyone before that from a public street. Peacefully assembling with their hands up, being cleared from a public street. Ask yourself if you consider that a free country when you cannot peacefully protest in a public street outside a government building that is unquestionably a part of our government. It's a part of what we choose to govern us. We have a say in it. We should be able to be here and protest. Here come the horses. Where the fuck do we live? Unbelievable. Well, not not unbelievable. It's happening. Wow. Yeah. So appalling and disgusting, but that's what you get with Republicans. This is everything we've been saying. It will only get worse if we allow it. Don't think it gets better. We can't stop. And that's why I'm glad the people are still out in the streets. They're out there now. And it has to, we have to continue to push and be united. Um, The violence is not helpful. The uh, vandalism is not helpful. So, but... As you see, this is what happens. This is how Gandhi won. Honestly, when you don't react to the police and the brutality of the repressive regime is even in uh, starker contrast. So the whole world is watching. One last thing I want to say is that Steve Schmidt, the Republican operative who gave us Sarah Palin, he tweeted, well, one of the first things I saw when, what what I thought of, when I saw Twitler standing in front of the White House with the Bible, I thought of Sinclair Lewis, the quote, 
when fascism comes to America, it will be wrapped in the flag and holding a cross. Anyway. On Steve Schmidt's Twitter feed. Let me get there so I can get it exactly. He's, he tweeted that. You know who Steve Schmidt is. He's the one that gave us Don, that gave us Donald Trump. Well, he did. He's the one that gave us Sarah Palin, and Sarah Palin and all well, the Republican Party. It, it it's it led us here. If without a Sarah Palin, without the continual denigration, the de- degeneration of politics into allowing unfit people anywhere near the halls of power becoming a pageant a reality show without that we wouldn't have a twitler today so he tweeted that when fascism comes to america it will be wrapped in a flag and carrying a cross well isn't that convenient and it reminded me here we go. Right here's Twitler hugging the cross, literally hugging a cross, and then of course remember this: Sarah Palin wrapped in the flag, literally holding a cross. That's a real picture. That's the Republican Party. They, now they might be, people like Steve Schmidt, regretting, standing up to Twitler. But trust me, they're part of the problem. They allowed this to happen. They want to go back. They don't want to go to FDR or have a new New Deal or a uh, economic bill of rights. They just want to get a little less chaotic but they he he would have put Sarah Palin in the Oval Office these mother effers so that's the truth and this is what we're up against even you know people who seem to be reasonable what's the end game here it has to be a functioning democracy that works for all, and that includes policies that work for all. And I hope I live to see the day that we bring FDR's economic Bill of Rights to fruition for all, because that would be a start. All right, guys, you are amazing tonight. Thank you for everything especially Greg for your unbelievable super chat. I know I missed a couple of super chats in there, but I can't roll back that far because I saw a couple of, now I see more super chats in the super chat till. And I just want to thank you everyone for keeping the show going, keeping me going. I could, uh, I could use it. (laughs) And if you would like the show, well, I see Mark C., Shannon, Greg, Ls214, 
Thank you, Terry Taylor, Mark C again, and Shannon again. Jim, of course. Guys, thank you so much. And if you're new to the show or anything else, if, if you'd like to become a patron, remember, it is at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. We need about a thousand more patrons, and we will we'll be able to do the show on a daily basis. In the meantime, we did a long show tonight. It's in honor of Greg's birthday. Your birthday is almost over in 15 minutes. <laughs> so enjoy the last 15 minutes of your birthday. But you deserve, you deserve a birthday week. We should all take a birthday week, really. Thank you for being born. Really? it's uh, You make the world a better place. Greg, so thank you. And we all know that. And we we look forward to seeing you all the time in the sh in the chat room and all your contributions and in the Discord community. It's great. If you guys um, want to connect in between shows, come join us on Discord. And anyway, I'm getting really tired all of a sudden. I gotta go to bed. I'm tired. I had, I think I had a migraine for two days because I was nauseous and I had a very bad headache. I get migraines, so I've had them since I'm about 11, but I only had, sometimes I forget because I didn't have the eye thing. I just had nausea and it's probably stress too. I'm stressed out. Guys. Maybe. I don't know when I'll do a show next. It's Wednesday, maybe. It, maybe I'll do it again. Tomorrow, Friday, I don't know. We have to see. See how it goes. Every day is a new beginning now. <laughs> Hopefully it's not a new ending. Oh. Too much work to do. And I want to thank you. So please, uh, yeah, I, I want to see you again. So... I will be taking attendance. That's what I should do. Take attendance. And I want to... I want a whole written report. On... I don't know. I'm just kidding. If you weren't here, why not? Please share the show with your friends. Give the show a good review on iTunes. Turn the show uh, on. Turn, well, not the show on. Or how do you put that? Turn your friends on to the show. You know what I mean? Thank you, Paradu. Thank you, Diane. And who else is on? And Haiku, of course. Thank you, Jim. Diane. Let's see who I can see here. Darth. Andrea. Greg. Resist. Evolve. Ain't that the truth? Terry. It's been a good show. It's been a lot of lively conversation. Where is everybody now? Okay. All right. I'm going to go. I need to go. To, I need unconsciousness like I need. I do. I just do. We all do. And I'm just trying to find the 
thing so I could say goodnight. All right, guys, you're great. Thank you for keeping me going. Honestly, thank you for letting me cry again. And in the meantime, remember, we are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of democracy. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much. We stick together. We win. I will see you very soon.